What up, guys? This is Brent Duffy. You're listening to the Moto X Pop Show. What's up? My name's Evan Ferry, and we're on the Moto X Pod Show. season is over we are back with another episode of the moto x pod show this week it's episode 210 back on board still for 2021 our title sponsor a cherubis usa for decades a cherubis has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories with products that fit perfectly look amazing and last a cherubis has what you need visit cherubisusa.com or call 1-800-659-1440 Talk to Brian Fullerton. Let him know you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. Maybe you'll even get the talk, chance to talk to Talon. Uh, also on board, X Brand Goggles. You guys know the new Lucid Goggles are out. They're available online at xbrand.com. Or better yet, go to your local dealerships. Hit them up. They're uh, distributed through WPS, so support your local WPS reps. X Brand Lucid Goggles. And if you can't find them locally, then hit me up, darksidemx3 at AOL.com. I'll try to get you a deal. I've got some in stock right now. Also on board, Berm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID. Those guys, if you want your jersey printing done or a new set of graphics for your bike, and I promise you they don't have to load your front fender up. They don't have to do that. Give them a shot, man. Graphics at bermlords.com. Eatourjerky.com. I visited with the Wageman Brothers this weekend at Hangtown. They said the promo code is getting used, but um, RJ texted me. I don't remember how many times it's been used since we started using it. I think it was something like 29 times. Not bad. I'd like to see that thing used a little bit more. MotoXPod21 is the code to save. Go to Eat Our Jerky. I'm going to do a contest, and we'll talk about that in a minute. TJ, don't let me forget. Uh, we're going to do a, a, our jerky contest, or a way to, if somebody, we're going to give some, something away for people to buy some stuff. Williams Moto Work is on board. If you want a complete power package from cams, porting, transmission to ECU, then contact Williams Motor Works at 414-467-6199 and follow them on Instagram. Also, Extreme Colors, helmet painting. TJ, are we on camera where they can see the helmets down there at the end? No, but can be. Okay, a couple helmets down there at the end, a couple of mine that Kirk's painted. Check those out. Uh, the price for most people is $395, but right now, if you're a Moto X-Pod listener, $245 for a custom-painted helmet. Also on board, Torque One Racing. Handlebar, shifters, brake pedals. If you want that pretty shit on the side of your bikes, sorry about the language. Uh, Torque One Racing is your place to go. Shock socks, all sports dynamics, blood lubricants. That's another one, man. Use that promo code. Go to bloodlubricants.com. Promo code MOTOX. Fly racing on board still and power band racing. If you're a WP suspension guy, um, we, we're doing a giveaway still with blood lubricants. I told you guys to post a picture of your dirty bike on Instagram tag. At blood lubricant, or yeah, at blood lubricants and at Moto X Pod Show, and we're gonna give away some blood bath and some detailer, and we just need some more people. We're gonna do it for one more week. Tag us up. We'll get you. Somebody's gonna win some blood lubricant products. Uh, our jerky, TJ. I love that stuff, man. I, I'm a big jerky guy. I eat it all the time. I want you, you guys are kind of jerky. What's that? 
You are kind of jerky. Yeah. Why'd you turn the camera? Or it's just on me. Why don't you pay attention to what you're well, doing? But, yeah, I'm but doing you my turn job. The camera, like if there was somebody sitting over here, who's if, sitting there? Who's Cooper Webb's on his way. He's supposed who, to be here in like ten minutes. Well, when he gets here, uh, if he gets here, dude, he said he was ten minutes out. Ten minutes out. All right. Well, all right. Anyway, eatourjerky.com. If you guys go use the promo code, send me a screenshot of your confirmation, MotoXPodShow at gmail.com. The next time we do a show, which is probably about three weeks out, we're going to take a couple It'll be weeks a minute. off. Huh? It's going to be a minute. I'm yeah. finally going to get some time off. We're going <laughs> to. <laughs> anyway, next time we do a show, we'll pick a winner. And I'm going to get Brian over at Cherubies to get, let us give something away. I don't. Maybe it's just a set of number plates, side panels. I don't know yet. But we're going to give something away. To somebody, doesn't matter how much you spend, just go use the promo code MotoXPod21 at erjerky.com and screenshot it, email us, MotoXPodShow at gmail.com. Anyway, I think that's all the uh, sponsor stuff, working on some new sponsors for 22. If you guys are watching on YouTube right now, we got a special guest in the house, Tyler Sutterth. What's up, dude? How's it going, man? It's going good, man. Uh, we've been talking about doing this for a little while. You're based out of Dallas area, correct? Yep. Just you know outside. TJ? Yep. I've known TJ and Doc uh, from all the years racing at Swan with them. So would you describe TJ as an idiot? I don't think I can Do you want to stay that. here tonight and do the show? Yes. So yes, he's an idiot. I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, man, what's up? tell us about yourself a little bit. Uh, well, I'm 22 years old. I've uh, been racing my whole life here in the state of Texas. Uh, won a bunch of stuff when I was younger, racing against Ryder Floyd and Harlan and all those nice. guys. But, you know, the step to the 250 was a little different. Yeah, so, yeah. So, uh, working now and just going through life, enjoying motocross. I like it. So, uh, we're going to talk about Hangtown. We're going to talk about the season a little bit. But glad to have you in studio. As you can see, Scotty's not here tonight. Man, for those Scotty fans, I'm sorry. We had to let him go. Um, we probably shouldn't talk about what happened, TJ. We shouldn't. I think there we have like a non-disclosure agreement. All uh, right, yeah. So Scotty's not here, uh, but TJ's here. He's back for now. Uh, how's it going, Scotty? Or TJ, or whatever your name is. Um, yeah, I'm doing good. I actually got to ride again. I, I just realized, I'll tell you how long it's been since I've ridden my dirt bike. This last weekend, I went to put my boots on, and as I put my boot on, I felt something in there, and I dumped my boot out, and it was like a petrified frog inside my boot. Like, it was, like, mummified. That's disgusting. I don't think you said petrified quite right, but that's okay. Yeah, petrified, that's, mummified, right. whatever. Yeah, it was yeah, just a right? dried-out frog, and I'm like, yeah, it may Nasty. have been a minute. Nasty. Yeah, it's been a while. Well, I rode a couple of weeks ago on the 06, but um, ready to ride some more. Maybe going to ride some BMX this weekend, hopefully. But um, Yeah, I'm going to go. You're going to go race with me? I'm not ready to race. Come on. I mean, well, I need a bike to I like. I got one. I got a. You have a race. Oh, yeah, you did buy another one. I got a cruiser. Yeah. I may go. Sure. Why not? I don't know when, but. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's what distracts me. I don't know what camera's on, but you're over here making all these like hand movements. Woo! And, and I'm like, I can't I'm, concentrate. Camera's on me always. Anyway. He's the show. Yeah. He thinks he is. So, okay. Hangtown. Thoughts on Hangtown, Tyler? It looked good. The track was really hard packed considered. I've always watched them on the races, yeah. you know, or on the TV. Um, so it looked really hard packed compared to years past. I mean, it, the track normally in practice, it felt like would break down more than what it actually did. And they talked about it a bunch throughout the day. So I'm not going to beat everyone's ears to death over track prep, track prep, track prep. But yeah. It did seem different. It was. The riders were saying that. And some of it might have been because of the drought. Mm -hmm. There is a drought. There's been fires. 
So I would think flooding a track and ripping it deep so the moisture gets in the ground is probably not – like they're probably trying to be a little bit limited on the water. It's the only thing that I can think of for sure, but I didn't get really get any details. The track was beat the second moto. Um, TJ, what do you think, man? What do you think of the race, the racing in general? Even though there wasn't a championship on the line in the 450 class, I still felt like just the fact that Eli and Kenny had something to race over and then the fact that Dylan – Act like the championship was still on the line, made it a pretty good race. Yeah, I don't feel like the 450 stuff was like exciting at all. It was just really? interesting okay. to watch how hard would Ferrandis push him coming through. It kind of, except for Kenny going out or whatever, yeah, kind of ended how I thought it would. I, 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 I honestly, I didn't think that I figured it was going to be those those three guys up front, and I kind of thought Dylan would would win. It wasn't that exciting, but. Watching Jet, dude, I was I was on the the edge of my seat just screaming because I wanted like um, what's Cooper to win? Like I was like okay. rooting for Cooper big time. Since we're not really talking about two fifties right now. But oh, I'm sorry. I'm just joking. Oh, you said the ra- the weekend yeah, race. I'm just giving you a hard time. Um, but yeah, I was. Yeah. I don't have anything against Jet. Jet's awesome. Yeah. He, he's got a great career. He's great future. Yeah. Hopefully. So yeah, I think so. But I just I don't know why. I just wanted Coop. Coop to win, you know. I was pulling for Coop a little bit because I like his his mechanic, Josh Jelly Ellingson. You know, has come, become a little bit of a buddy. So I was sort of pulling more for Josh. You made a face, Tyler, when TJ was talking about that. What was the face about? Jet will have his time. Yeah. I was more on the the Hunter page. Uh, um, I like. Hunter. The, I, I'm a Hunter fan. I was rooting for Justin Cooper just because you know Blue Crew. Okay, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> other than that, I would have rather seen like Hunter Lawrence and Jeremy Martin really fighting for it. At yeah. the end of it, but that's not what we got. You know, you got to be in it to win it. You said, I think you you had a question. You talked about off air about Eli. What was that? Uh, so when he picked up the bike, uh-huh. like right after he fell in that first moto in the off camera, he got up probably less than five seconds behind Webb right. watching the broadcast. Like he was getting on the bike as Webb went up the inside of him. Uh, and by the time they got around to the scoring shoot, he was another 15 seconds, 10, 15 seconds back behind Webb. He had 15 seconds or so to make up to get to him. Yeah, it took him a little while to get going. Ultimately so, cost him the overall. Yeah, I think so. He he definitely lost some of that speed that he had at the beginning where he was, what, a second and a half, two seconds faster, I think. Nope. Um, but I, I couldn't see the spot where he fell from where I was standing. Uh, I talked to some people that were over there. I think Tulme Dan was over there, and uh, Eric, his, our buddy that was with him, and they said it sort of seemed like he maybe got a shoulder a little bit, like he was timid. He was kind of shaking it off. So I think it took him a little while to get going, and then I heard that he kind of hurt his thumb, kind of like Justin Cooper did. So I think that just shot the whole day for him, or at least that whole moto for him. Because he uh, definitely looked good in the second moto. Yeah, moment. yeah. Um, Doesn't he always, when he goes down, kind of not? Like, yeah, he's never while. been one that goes down. He's not, a, he's not RJ-esque. RJ goes down and just <laughs> throws it down again, you know what yeah. I mean? But he's yeah. never done that. Yeah, it was... It was a bummer. I mean, well, I don't know if it was a bummer. I was excited because I, I had people that were like, oh, definitely Eli's going to take second place. Then there was other people that were like, there's no way Eli's going to take second place. And I thought nine points was kind of a lot to make up in one race. But then, obviously, Kenny had the bad luck. Yeah. I don't know that Eli wins the thing without – I don't think he wins – I don't think he gets second in the overall without Kenny being injured. And that sucked because the word was that Kenny had maybe broke his foot Turns out I don't think he did because yeah, no. he, he was he was limping around afterwards on the podium and stuff. But when when Jet was doing his championship, but um, yeah, it was a fun day. Uh, as far as going to the nationals, I like going, but.
But there was a bunch of times where I found myself going, man, I think I'm just going to go back to the media tent and watch it on NBC, on, on Peacock, because it, you just can't see everything. And it's hot, you know, and then you're just like, shit, dude, I'm just sitting here sweating. I'm standing on the edge of a hill, literally, you know, leaning back to keep myself from falling. I'm like, dude, I could just go sit down and watch the race. I didn't. I stayed outside most of the time. Uh, but it was a really cool experience, man. Had a lot. If you guys haven't watched our YouTube videos yet, there's a couple of YouTube videos up from Friday and Saturday. Got to just kind of hang out with a lot of people, visit. Uh, got to be involved a little bit in the Will Hahn, Steve Mathis flip-off game. Yeah. Because Will was like constantly, he was texting me a bunch like, have you seen Steve? Where's Steve? I got to get Steve. Like, <laughs> I have to get Steve today. Uh, I'm going to let Steve tell that story. He was supposed to tell it Monday night. I'm sure they'll get to it. But it was a pretty great story on how that finished out. I think he just forgot about it last night. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell it here. I don't want to steal that from them because he'll probably tell it better. But yeah, good times, man. I've met a lot of listeners, a lot of main event listeners too. That's main event country up there. And I had my main event uh, straw hat on. So a lot of people saw that and recognized me. And then a lot of our listeners, it was cool. A lot of wrap up listeners, pretty cool to, uh, it seems like every time we go to a big race like that, there's more people that are listening to our show. So I think that's cool. It's growing. That's something growing. Yeah, hey, I had something I wanted to ask you. Okay. So being at answer. the race, this is the first time that I've been, or that I've really paid attention. Or let me rephrase it. This is the first time I've noticed how big the heels are at Hangtown. I've watched it for years on TV. I have a response to that. Can you say hills again? Hills? Okay. All right. It sounded like I'm picking because I like to make fun of you, but I thought you said heels. I said heels. Like I'm standing on my heels. Maybe just a little. No. Yeah, okay, thank I'm, you. I'm actually listening to it's it How back. big the heels are. Well, I'm also from East Texas. Yeah, so I sound like that go. too, probably. You do, especially to everybody out there, I'm sure. Anyways. <laughs> what a go dick. ahead. The, the, the hills are, uh, let's finish the statement. So they're they're huge. But I never noticed it until we had the, the drone the this drone, year. yeah. So I get to hear a lot of people like on other podcasts and maybe even on Vital that are like, Bagging on the drone. Dude, the I YouTube love it. chat, the pulp fantasy chat. People hate that. I thing. love it. Twitter, they hate it. Uh, I think smaller doses. I think they're overusing it. What do you think, Tyler? Thoughts on this? The drone? I mean, if you like it, you like it. I, I love it. I think the drone's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. If you watch, if I don't know how much y'all have ever watched like a GNCC or something. Not enough. Not enough. No, I, I'd like to watch do, more of those. When the, the foliage is gone, they'll get the drone and it's nice. Sure. So why can't we get that pilot? That dude's real steady. It doesn't. Uh, you don't get that motion sickness that everyone's talking. Yeah. I wonder if it's just one of those things where people just aren't used to it. Because I think JT or Steve or somebody was talking about it on the review show, and you know, and I, and they were, I think it was JT. It's like I just like to watch my racing. Yeah, the way it's supposed to be. But that's just what we're used to. But JT doesn't like change. JT right. doesn't like you can't see the logos on the jersey. You're right. Maybe that's it. <laughs> like I don't mind the drone thing, but there like are that. times. Like I obviously haven't, I have not watched this race back. But the other couple races that I've watched with it, there's times where I'm like, dude, just go back to the still, the still cam. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I think they gotta have to find a balance. I think there's moments where it's good. But the hills, as you started, the hills, the heels. I was very surprised because like I had to walk around that bastard one time, that whole yeah. track. I did. I went all the way around one time, and I thought I was gonna die going up. I wasn't even sure if I was gonna be able to get all the way up, and then going <laughs> down. There's like a um, like a fire road that goes around the backside, yeah. and I was like, I'm going to slip and just start sliding down this hill. That would be amazing. It, it they were way steeper, like that step up. Uh-huh. Um, 
it's I don't know how to det- there's a there's a, a left hander and it goes right straight up a step up and they left and they drop off. Yeah, that thing's straight up and it does not look like that on TV. Oh yeah, it, like there's no run and it's just it it was like I was very surprised seeing it in real life. Um, so yeah, but it was cool. It was a good time. Yeah, really cool experience. Any any other stuff with the race you guys want to talk about or no? I just thought that was out? I thought that was really neat. Like is yeah. is I'm a fan of the drone. I think it's cool. And I don't understand why people were like, but I don't get motion sick, so maybe that's what it is. Uh, before we proceed, I meant to talk about this at the beginning of the show, and I just got a text. Uh, Jackie Short, Andrew Short's wife, mm-hmm. she lost her dad last night. Mm-hmm. Big guy in the Texas moto scene. Uh, you know, got Jackie racing. Mm-hmm. I've never met him. I don't even remember his first name, so I, I apologize. I hope that's not disrespectful. But Mr. whatever, Jackie's dad. I don't even yeah. know his last name. I'm sorry. But he passed away. Uh, shout out prayers to them. She just texted and said, thank you for the, for the message. But, um, yeah, just, uh, prayers to the family. I'm sure there's a lot of people that listen to our show from Texas that know him. I know he's a big part of the the vet and I want to say he does vintage stuff yeah. like down at Rio Bravo. He's a big part of that industry, that scene down there. So yeah, thoughts and prayers to them. Um, Jet, were you, were you worried at all when he had the multiple crashes in Moto one? That's a big topic. Uh, was, was Did you I, think he was going to fall apart? Yes, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. I was rooting for it, honestly. Yeah, well, I you said you were pulling t- for Jake. The title fight would have been really the yeah. second moto. I think I might have told you it. Uh, someone go take Jet's spark plug out before the first <laughs> yeah. moto. Yeah, Let's yeah. make the second one really interesting, really, yeah. winner he take it, all. He made it interesting on his, his own. Yep. Um, I told the guys on main event, if you guys haven't listened to that, you know, Daniel and producer Joe, that I started watching the podium, behind the podium, under the canopy, Team Honda was all there. Uh, Kayla, the PR, yeah. and a bunch of the mechanics. And it was interesting. Every time Jet would crash, the crowd would go nuts. And I would look back at them, and they were like, oh, shaking their head, and their hands were going up. It was almost more entertaining watching them stress than watching the race. And I felt bad because I really like Kayla and the, the team, but I was just like, oh, man. Like, they see the championship maybe falling apart, and, like, the whole team is living through that, through Jet, right? They're feeling that experience themselves and jet said last night that oh he wasn't really that worried but they were there's no way like i know he says that but there's no way he wasn't worried by the way he was riding yeah like the way he was riding afterwards the mistakes he was making like i'm sure he was like telling himself not to worry but (laughs) that was not the same rider we've seen the last few rounds and the gate thing when he lined up between them i didn't even know about that until daniel brought it up because I was behind the the board behind the the gate, so yeah. I didn't see. Any, I didn't even know that happened until Daniel brought it up, and it makes no sense. And he was just like, "Why not? It's a kid, man, right?" But why? To me, like, why did Kehoe or the mechanic not say, "No, we're not doing this"? Well, no. In the camera shot, um, Johnny O was actually probably ten foot behind yeah. Jet when he okay. pulled into the gate. So, as the rider coach, you would go, "Hey, buddy, hang on." Let's not do that. And nothing, you know? and they didn't say nothing. Nothing. He wow. just stood back there and watched him go into the gate. I need to watch the race back, but it's going to be this weekend. I wonder if, um, like, I wonder if, if Cooper ever just thought about just hanging a right right there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I would have. I would have. I would have. No I, I, but I'm, I, I would have. 100%. There's no next, question. I'll text him here in a minute see if he answers. Just yeah. see what he says. Because I don't think he's that type of rider. I don't care what kind of type of rider I am. There's so much There's money on the line. There's a lot of money I'm putting him in the cheap seat. I'm breaking a wheel. We go to commercial break. I'll text him and see yeah. what they say. Um, we got about ten minutes before RJ. Uh, thanks to Daniel Blair, producer Joe, Toolman Dan for allowing me to come on main event. Thanks to Toolman Dan for giving me a place to stay. Yeah, that was cool of them. 
I can't really talk a lot about main event because it was pretty top secret stuff. But if you got, I, I don't know. Do you guys have any questions? Anything you want to ask about? Do you even care? How uh, did you not lose your mind when DB told, was naming off title contenders and race winners next year and didn't even say Jeremy Martin? Huh. Good question, Tyler. Good question. Because I was listening to it. I was like, Ooh. You know what? I'm going to blame it on producer Joe and the beautiful figure that he was. He There's like this aura around producer Joe. <laughs> and I just don't. I was really flummoxed. Yeah. Distracted. yeah. Like, I've waited four years to meet producer Joe, and it was worth it. It was worth it. That's all I can tell you. Amazing. Yeah. Producer Joe is producer Joe. I don't even have words, man. He's just... You're such a retard. <laughs> what do you want me to say? It was an awesome experience. Uh, how would, okay, you got to... Okay, here's the deal. Since we're killing time. Yeah, well, I also went to the, the championship. That's that, what I okay. want to hear about. I don't really... Yeah, no, you, about Did you ask me about that? Somebody asked me, like, how yeah, I got yeah, to go. That was me. I asked... Um, I thought so, yeah. How you so, got the ticket, because they were talking that There you were no tickets. There was just an invite. Yeah. Mertz... Huh? That's how I got it. I got some fun. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're doing. I can't see what you're doing over there off camera for our archive listeners. But anyway, Joe didn't want to go. Yeah. It, it was sort of uh, Daniel just hyping it up. Yeah. Producer Joe didn't really want to go. He's not, he, he's partying enough in his life that he's like, yeah, I don't need, I know what happens at those places, those things. I don't need to go. And we got done. Uh, DB was just like, hey, you and, you and, you and Dan and Eric can come if you want. So we went. And yeah, it was just a, it was just at Top Golf, not a big deal, right? He's only eighteen. He's he's not old enough to really party party. I don't know what they did afterwards, but he he wanted to go hit some golf balls. So him and Hunter and Hunter's wife and Mertz and Jeremy Malott and a lot of Honda and a few other people were there, and we just sort of hung out and had catered food and everything was on Red Bull, paid for it all, and we hung out, visited for a little while. Probably didn't say an hour, but it was cool. Um, do you talk your way into a Red Bull fridge for the studio? I did not. I, I don't drink energy drinks, and I didn't even think about hitting a lot up for that. See, I, there's things I miss, Tyler. I think I need you with me when I go do these things. You're, yeah, you're, I'm on board. Yeah, I'll man. Go. But uh, I, I enjoyed meeting Mertz, Lucas Myrtle, because I've never met him. Yep. Hear about him all the time, seeing him on Pulp. And he he came up to me when we when he first got there and said, like, hey, man, yeah, I never got a chance to meet you. I've heard you know, hear you on Pulp. And I was like, yeah, I'm same same back to you. And he said, man, don't cut your hair. Tell Steve to F off. And that's why I like last night I told Steve that now I've got my next time we have to negotiate something, he'll have to go through Mertz. Oh, see, I have an idea for you on that okay. one, too. Let's do it. We got six minutes. So you need a new 450 or 250. Yeah. Steve's got a lot of tie-ins with Blue Crew. Tell him you'll cut the pony live on air for the bike. Yeah, he won't do that. And you'd only get it for a year anyways. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, he, he wouldn't do that. I actually have... A stipulation where I would be willing to cut my hair if Steve was willing to do it. I, I, I think TJ knows what it is, but he doesn't. We've talked about this particular situation before. I'll tell you off air. But I would probably be willing to cut my the pony off for this situation if Steve would agree. But um, I'm not saying it. Cause, and I don't think Steve would agree to it. That's about the only way I would do it. Uh, let's take a quick commercial break. Commercial break. We'll stay on YouTube, obviously, but let's yep. take our first commercial break, and we'll back with R.J. Hampshire. What's up, guys? This is the Seven Juice Trade out of Entercam. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards, 
in 2020. They are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kyle's Hockey, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AcherbyUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Moto S. Pajo Hey, Dad. Great race. Not sure how you could even see. Thanks, bud. Track conditions were pretty brutal. But thanks to my X-Brand goggles, I had hashtag clear vision all the way. X-Brand Goggles has grown into the goggle choice of many of the top privateers, such as Ben LeMay, John Short, Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm, as well as 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion Gary Sutherland. Hey guys, this is Gary Sutherland, 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion, and I trust X-Brand. My name is Ben LeMay, and I choose X-Brand Goggles. Hi, I'm Andy Kiefer, and whenever I want to be best dressed, I wear X-Brand Goggles. Hey guys, this is Kyle Chisholm. And for almost a decade in my professional racing career, I've chosen X-Brand as my goggles. Now, X-Brand Goggles is joining the Moto X Pod Show for 2020 with their EKS, S, and Flat Out Series goggles. Go to EKSBrand.com or email DarksideMX3 at AOL.com for pricing. What's up, guys? This is Alex motherfucking Ray. And if you don't use X-Brand, then if you're looking for top quality hard parts you need to visit torque one racing torque one racing has a passion for the racing industry and are a proud supporter of the moto x pod show find the flow with torque one racing handlebars levers shifters brake pedals and grips torque one racing is the title sponsor of the moto x pod show so support those who support us visit torqueoneracing.com and order your defy lock on grips today all right, everybody, we are back. First guest of the night is brought to you by Fly Racing. Since 1998, Fly Racing has been focused on developing the best gear possible. Every year, Fly Racing continues to innovate and bring new stuff to the to the line with the BOA. And this year, they have upgraded the Evo, along with three models of the Formula Helmet at different price ranges. Guys, trust me, then the Formula Helmet is the best helmet on the market. But tonight, Fly Racing brings us from Rockstar Husky, RJ Hampshire. What's up, buddy? Uh, not much, man. Just uh, happy to be home. Yeah, man. I'm I'm really glad that you're feeling a little better because, you know, we've been trying to do this for a few weeks and you've been feeling pretty cruddy, a lot going around. So glad you're doing better. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, especially Tuesdays. I mean, if later in the weeks, you know, I get better and then Saturday comes and it's kind of right back to square one. So. Yeah, you get wore down. Yeah, I'm doing much race. better this week now, though. Yeah, yeah. We're better now, though. Glad to hear, man. So I want to talk to you about the season overall. Uh, you finished Hangtown 2-6 for third. Uh, yeah, but the season was up and down, man. There was times when you were the by far the fastest guy on the track. Um, unfortunately, you know, had a few a few crashes when, like, there's just no telling. I don't know if we could even figure out, like, where you might have finished, right, without those things. But I feel like the championship was within your grasp many, many times. How do you how you feel about that, man? How do you overcome that and push forward for next year and learn from it? Yeah, I mean, it's on. Like you said, it's so up and down. I mean, like the season started, and I I knew I wasn't at a hundred percent just from my wrist coming in. Um, like I didn't have much time on the bike and didn't really know where I was going to be. Uh, and we kind of had a plan all along where it was, you know, when we get back East Coast, really get it going, um, and then high point. It was right where we needed to be. I felt great all day and had my best moto ever going, uh, two laps to go and chain snapped. So now yeah. kind of, yeah. And then terrible last gate pick for the second moto first turn pile up. 
And so then it was just like, man, you know, we're so close. I know I got the speed, show up to Red Bud, same confidence, everything. And I break my thumb second, uh, first practice of the day. Yeah, I won that weekend, but man, it was just kind of like, <laughs> I mean, what else can happen? I didn't really want to uh, accept the fact that my thumb was broken, which right. is why I, why I didn't even say anything and just kind of was riding through it. And like, yeah, I was still going fast, but a lot of those crashes are just coming from strength issues with my hand. I mean, it wasn't like I was doing anything crazy and going down. It was literally, I was just losing my front. So heck, I mean, it was an awesome season. Like I was stoked to have the speed. I did, um, have the endurance and, you know, cardio I did before I got sick. Uh, all in all, I felt like it was, you know, a fun season. There definitely is a fun season. I mean, dude, this team's awesome. So I was, uh, stoked on that. Uh, I don't know if you can answer this, or maybe it's even public knowledge, but are, are we locked in for next year? Yeah. Yeah, we're good. We, uh, yeah. So it kind of took a little bit longer, but yeah. I get it. I mean, I was hurt during Supercross and um, didn't really have a deal coming out. Uh, I didn't even sign until, uh, I believe it was right after High Point. Um, so, yeah, I was it was kind of stressful there for a bit, but the team never, yeah, the team never said they weren't going to, and austria like we kind of contacted a few times and they always said they would but you never know until you have a contract so yeah the sport's kind of funny like that right with contracts they're like yeah you just you really never know even sometimes when you kind of have a contract you don't know yeah exactly i mean it's it's one lap away from it being taken away if you have a gnarly crash or whatever so it's a, yeah i mean there's there's a few weeks there where it was, it was pretty pretty gnarly like especially at uh thunder valley like I don't know if you guys remember my first moto there was awesome. Yeah. Like I yeah. felt like that was one of my really good motos that I've had. And then second moto first lap had a massive one coming down uh, the hill. And then it was like, dude, like I thought I redid my wrist right there. So I left that weekend like, Oh my gosh, like I don't have a contract now. I might <laughs> yeah. be, might be out. So yeah, I mean, just to come back and then high point was, you know, had, had a lot of positives to it. Uh, helped the whole kind of deal get done faster. So I had a question. You brought up something there talking about leaving there without a contract and like being in the 250 class. It seems like most of the 450 guys seem to be more secure in their contracts. You know what I mean? Because there's not as many up and comers, I guess you'd say, as young kids coming in and and they seem to give sometimes the 450 guys a little more leeway. How is that in like the 250 class? Is that something that all you guys are constantly just fretting over nonstop or how does that go? I mean, it's, it's, it's tough. Like, so I was on a two year deal with a third year option, uh, with my Husky contract. So you have dates in there where, uh, if you don't have a contract by this date, you can go somewhere else or you, but then they still have 10 days to, um, kind of renew your contract now. Uh, so it's, I mean, if, if I feel like if you're, if you put in the effort, they know you have what it takes. Like, I, like a lot of people feel like they get screwed over, but I don't. I haven't really seen that necessarily in our sport. Like, if if you're a good dude, put in the work, you have the speed. Like, I don't see them really kind of screwing you over on that side. So that's kind of where I was at. Like, I didn't. I wasn't too stressed out, but I, you know, you don't really have it till it's uh, signed. Sure. Well, well, you are like the epitome. We can work with speed. I'm just, you know what I mean? Like, like we we heard that for years with Dino and all that kind of stuff. And I think you're going to probably have a long career because you've definitely shown you've got the speed. Yeah. And I I feel like each year 
is progressing. Like, I don't feel like I've gone one year kind of backwards. Um, and I, I truthfully, I feel like I've got so much left. Like, I still feel like I'm pretty new to this whole thing. Um, I mean, if you take my Red Bull crash in those next two years, I mean, dude, I, I had to completely rebuild myself. So to get back to where I am now, I mean, I kind of made a comment earlier in the season where it was like, man, I've, I've never been in the situation where I can go out and win these motos and be the fastest guy. So like to be there and then mentally kind of control yourself, it, it's a lot. Like I, I've never kind of seen it on that side. Um, but definitely this year, I kind of new, uh, new experience for me. Yeah, the, the Houston one was pretty bad too, right? Didn't you like dislocate your wrist and you did also did your left hand, some, something to the left hand, um, and that's yeah, hard to dude. come back from. <laughs> yeah, that was seven days of hell. Yeah. I mean, dude, that was probably the worst worst week of my life. I mean, round one, um, what did it happen? I crashed like, oh, heat race. Uh, literally, first heat race of the year, uh, <laughs> Craig came in on me and smoked my hand, completely sliced my finger. Uh, so now my whole hand's gashed jumping for the main event. Uh, I had to get stitches that night. Right. Right. And yeah. Second, second round Forkner destroyed me. Uh, <laughs> oh and then, I forgot about all that, dude. Yeah. So, so that's on a Tuesday and now we're coming into Saturday and yep. I don't even make that a first practice hit a G out endo. That's it. Lights out. So yeah, that, those seven days were, uh, Whew. were pretty crazy. I'll bet, man. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Travis, uh, Tyler, sorry. So yeah, uh, say you're pretty happy that Houston's not on the schedule then for next year, dude. I, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I'm kind of getting old now, so I've got a lot of uh, experience at a lot of different tracks now, yeah. and uh, I'm trying to turn that around. Like this this past week in Hangtown, I think my best finish there was an eighth or something like that. So that was cool to get a podium there, and then uh, Washougal. I mean, dude, I rode well there, and that's usually not my track either. So. Uh, like you said, I, I'm kind of kind of old now, but um, just trying to get these tracks out of my mind that kind of treat, treat, didn't treat me so well. Yeah, the, the small steps, so to speak. Um, and that kind of leads me into my next question for you. Um, so the small steps you're working on, you said mentally being there was different for you this year. So how does it really, does it help you then having Zach maybe there, this outdoors talking to you, helping you, maybe mentally getting you there? helping you out just a little bit more since he's been there before? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely that helped out. Uh, he was coming to the track with me during the week also, which was cool. And uh, just helping with my bike setup and things like that. I mean, dude, if you look at it, we've had pretty similar careers up to this point. Uh, I think he might've won his championship when he was 26 or 27 or that's when he started winning his first championship. So right. we both kind of, we both kind of are, are or older when we started doing well um and man talk about ups and downs we both have been through it all so he's uh he's yeah it's been awesome it's cool to have him in my corner and uh i mean dude we're now we're like best buds so it's cool people call him my dad but i mean we're we're pretty similar now awesome so zach so we asked a question from a listener from the Moto Limited show there on the youtube deal and they asked how was having varese under the tent um, the last two, did did he, like, constantly bug you nonstop? Before you answer that, RJ, was that Nick or Trent that asked that? Do you know? Moto Limited. Because so. that's my next question, and Nick is always stealing my damn questions in the press well, conference. Well, maybe you should come up with better questions. But anyways, <sighs> so, like, like, yeah, how was that having somebody, like, for lack of a better term, so, like, green to the to the factory program? 
No, it was awesome. So I, I've known Breeze for uh, quite a while now. Uh, him and uh, Bruce Murata are good buddies, and we just happened to run into each other with the whole alias skier deal. Um, and we actually spent some time together in, say, like 2013, 2014 or so. And uh, I love the family. And the dad's awesome also. So to have him come in, when I heard he was coming over, I was stoked. Like I, I sent him a message right away. I was like, dude, like, stoked for you. This is cool opportunity. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just anything I could do to try to make him feel a little bit more comfortable around the rig. He was, uh, I mean, you could imagine it's still, he was pretty much like a little kid first day of school, like yeah, yeah. stoked to be there. I mean, I, heck I would be too. So, uh, it's a lot different though. You could tell, like he's probably used to coming into the pits and, you know, worrying about getting his bike ready and stuff. And, but now he came in and it's like, okay, here you take my bike. I'm going to go in, chill in the lounge, get some fruit, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. just different lifestyle. I mean, you, you go from one side of the spectrum to the complete opposite and, seven days so yeah it, it was a lot to take in but dude he crushed it i mean i was stoked for him yeah he's going to be on after you actually and that's one of the things i want to talk to him about is that you know sometimes guys maybe they're a privateer one year and then the next year maybe they get it they maybe they ride on a team like a hep oh and then maybe they maybe they do really well and they move up to a factory team you know but this kid went from like box van life basically or motorhome life with his mom and dad to full factory and like that's such a whirlwind overnight change you know that's yeah be inter- i can't wait to hear what he has to say about that that team, yeah though, the thing go ahead go ahead no, no i was gonna say and, and the thing with the thing with josh is actually scuba made a really good call um that week is he ran his same suspension as he's been on all year yeah um and all he did was give him our bike so well, he was he I'm was gonna still ask comfortable him about on that it. because steve mathis has been doing nothing but taking credit for that no, that's daniel no, blair no, daniel blair that's who daniel, it is. Blair, daniel yeah. blair's been doing nothing but taking credit for that so <laughs> yeah. so we got to actually suss this out is daniel blair claiming something that's not really his yeah <laughs> yeah uh yeah i mean i don't know maybe maybe scuba did hear something like that but i i know scuba was taking full credit on that one we'll give it we'll give it to scuba daniel daniel's pretty good on uh over-exaggerating some of his uh, decisions or what, you know, it, it, his his picks, whatever. He, he likes to hype some stuff up. We, <laughs> TB. Hey, I want to ask you about your team a little bit, man. Um, over the years, I've had a chance to go to the truck, you know, when Bobby was still over there and, and sit and visit on the 450 team with Dino and J- uh, Jason and uh, Zach. And, like, it really seems like a fun team. Like, a lot of laughs. Everything's serious, obviously, but the guy, the team just gets along. Would you agree with that in the 250 truck too? And is it just all one big family and, a, you know, every, there's not, again, it's professional, but you guys are able to have fun and laugh and just enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, dude, this team, like I've said, is, is it's awesome. I mean, the relationship all of us have, uh, I don't think you could really find that anywhere else. Um, there's a few good dudes in the pits that, you know, I have a lot of respect for, but this entire team from, Dude, suspension guys all the way up to our truck drivers. Like, dude, our truck drivers are even unreal. Uh, Paul and Big Wave, like, I mean, we're excited to go there on the weekend. And I feel like that brings a lot of kind of comfort to us racers. Like, dude, I'm excited to go on the weekend. Like, yeah, I'm, I love racing my dirt bike. But, dude, just to hang out with these guys, uh, it's a lot of fun. I mean, Scuba scuba tries to be like the hard at, like hardball, <laughs> yeah, yeah. whatever. But, I mean, he's pretty soft also. And, uh but like murph and even my mechanic pat now like dude we've all kind of gelled really well um and like even for the younger kids i feel like they uh they don't realize yet how well this team actually does function and um 
I mean, how many good dudes we have on there. So once they, once they kind of, you know, been here for a little while, like myself, you'll, you'll realize that, I mean, dude, we've got a really solid group. Yeah. That's good to hear. Um, I want to shift gears a little bit. MXDN, you know, is it a couple of weeks? Um, yeah. Man, how do you feel about the whole situation? Like, I understand the the politics and the the safety reasons, the health safety reasons. Uh, but you know, how do you feel about being part of the team? How do you feel about it not working out? Like, what are your overall thoughts on how everything went down? Uh, I mean, you could imagine me getting that phone call. Yeah. Uh, I mean, dude, I was stoked. Like, yeah, I get it. Justin probably would, he would have been the guy. Uh, but all in all, it came down to, you know, and I working out for that team and, uh, I was the next guy in line and dude, I got the call and I'm like hundred percent, whatever we need to do. I'm in, you know, it's kind of like a dream come true for me. Um, like we don't make money doing it. So yeah, like dude, I'm stoked on it. Like I love to represent my country, um, anything I could do. Uh, and then, you know, they said from the beginning, they're like, look, we're not hundred percent sure on the restrictions. Uh, but we're going to go or like, we're taking it as we're going. Here's the team. Uh, just kind of go week by week and we'll see. Well, then it got like, you know, yeah, we're in, we're going, uh, I'd say probably a month ago now. So, you know, the team sent me like pictures of my bike and fly did me some custom stuff, uh, for destinations and dude, I had 17 and stuff. Like mm. then it was getting really, then it was like real, like, wow, like yeah. this is sick. I'm, I'm stoked. Um, and then, yeah, they, all the COVID crap started, uh, going back up and we knew that there was going to be new restrictions released over there in Italy. Um, well then we seen the uh, European restrictions and we're like, wow, like, yeah, this is going to be pretty tough. Um, then they came out with theirs and we had a meeting right before Paula, uh, with myself, Scuba, uh, Honda, the whole team and TK. So the other two guys aren't, they're yeah. physically, they're not 100% right now, right? right? They're One's very sick, the other's not well with his head. And then you have myself <laughs> who, you have myself who's not doing well either. And then you have these restrictions come out where if you test positive, you're stuck over there for 14 days on your own dime. Uh, we had no issue getting over there. It was the problem getting out. And then AMA, um, they had their, the next day, so after that meeting, they had to make all their calls on the hotels and stuff. And if they waited any longer, they would lose a crap ton of money. Uh, and the next day, all my bikes, everything had to be sent out. So that's a huge bill also for the team. And we didn't even know the restrictions for the paddock yet. That didn't even come out to the week after. So when you add all that in, dude, it just, there was no way it was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, if, if we go over there and, you know, I test positive now, it's the end of our season. My family's over there. We're stuck in a hotel for 14 days and you have a camera outside it, making sure you don't leave. Like, it's not like yeah, we're I stuck in Italy. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not like we're stuck in Italy. You can go, like, explore. Like, yeah. you're just stuck in a hotel room. <laughs> right. And yeah, apparently yeah, if you were to leave your room and they found out there were some pretty uh, big time, like, criminal charges, basically, I think they were going to punish you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. dude, it was just insane. Like, yeah. don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, I think the three guys that were going, we were, do we were all in, like oh, yeah. all of us wanted to represent, dude, we were stoked on it. And then like, you read these comments where it's like, yeah, yeah. You know, these real Americans, they want to say this, but when it comes down to it, like, dude, there was, there was no way that we were going to be able to do this and, you know, give it our best effort. 
Well, yeah. I, I was going to give you a hard time saying, hey, if you really, really want to, you could do Puerto Rico, but the whole two week surprise if they on. go. The two week thing stuck in the yeah, I'm not chancing yeah, that. I, yeah, I'm still not. I'm <laughs> no, still not sold they're going. I seen they. I seen they aren't going. Oh, they're not going. See, okay, I hadn't seen that, but I was like, I just don't think it's going to happen. I just, I was kind of hoping. Would be weird with FXR closing Chaparral Honda. Oh yeah, with Cody going overseas. That's yeah, a lot of money for a team that's closing. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's interesting, RJ. I hadn't seen that yet, but yeah, I I just never really, I was never really believing we were going to go. It's just too much going on, and you know, all those keyboard warriors that have problems with it, like they're not living in reality. It just aren't. I mean, like it, it's not like. If anybody thinks you guys don't really want to go, they're re- it's just ridiculous. Exactly, so, yeah. yeah, it's it's unfortunate. I think a lot we still may see other teams back out. It's only two weeks away, but it's well, you'd be really surprised to see how, that the event happens. To be honest, think of how many top riders we have. Yeah, somebody usually you have. Let's go back in the day where you have Carmichael when he was racing. He went every year, so that's one. There's very few spots that open up every year for them to go. I'm. You could tell in RJ's voice, you you RJ wanted to go. Yep. Like, hey, you were proud to be able to represent. Yep. Yeah. Caps yeah, off the riding right. career I mean, almost. Not yeah. as a retirement, so to speak, right. but it gives yeah, you Yeah, I mean, definitely that's something you want to do. Yeah, yeah you want to do that in your career. Well, hopefully hopefully you get another chance uh, to do it because, yeah, I, I can hear it in your voice, and I hope that that does happen in the future. Australia's not going. Nick yeah, I knew that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's been a, a thing for a while. Okay, I think yeah. they're, they're really strict over there. Yeah. Like, those guys are almost in prison, it seems like. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, uh, a couple more questions before we let you go. Uh, you know, your wife and your daughter's been going to the races with you now. Um, I think your daughter's been, what, all last year and this year, probably the first couple of years she's been? Yep, yeah, she's only missed three races, I believe, and it was Washougal and then when they got sick a couple weeks ago. How, so, how much... Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, how much better is that? Like having your family there, and then your daughter's still very young. Is she like? Is she, do you expect her to get to a point where she's like, "Mom, I don't want to go to the race this weekend"? Dude, she's on. It's so awesome. I mean, I'm like, I, I get like sometimes I'll just sit there and watch her, and like I just smile. Like it brings so much fun to the family, and uh, like my wife and I, like now we sit back and we look at it, like, man, what what were we doing before? <laughs> right. You know? going to a hotel and it's like okay you know what do we do now for the next four hours before we you know go to dinner or something Making um, babies. She, yeah no nah, she she's awesome she loves yeah. she loves traveling she loves the airport like cool. airplane so like if anything like there's an airplane in the sky just when we're outside like she's running to me to have her like pick me <laughs> or i pick her up just to look at the airplane closer like that's cool it's yeah, yeah, it's fun. She loves it, and it's uh, it's cool to see. I mean, it brings yeah. a lot of fun. It takes comfort, or like gives me comfort knowing that they're there. And um, yeah, I mean, same with my wife. Like, it's it's cool. It's special. Like, and I don't feel it wouldn't it wouldn't be the same without them. Like, I want to bring the family to you know. I don't want to live different now that we have a daughter. Like, I want to just add her into it. And you know, I don't. I feel like it's not going to get hard, or it's not going to be bad traveling if we include her in it. Yeah, as long yeah. as that's the case, like. I mean, it's kind of just our life now. I dig it, man. I like seeing all the fam- families there. It's pretty cool. Uh, Tom, yeah. you got one more question before yeah, we let them go? Just or? one more. Yep. So speaking of your family and everything, that kind of leads. So we're in the off-season now, maybe a vacation plan with the family, or are we going to maybe just take a couple weeks off, chill at the house, and get right back into Supercross prep for next year? And then also any off-season races, you know, you're already planning on going overseas for moto donations, maybe – any other invites that maybe hasn't hit the market? Yeah, I think that Paris, Paris may still be on yeah. the board. Yeah, no, I mean, I was 
kind of just focusing in on designations. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, nothing else now. I mean, dude, I'm, I'm smoked. So for me <laughs> yeah. to go do anything right now, it's, it's asking, a, yeah, it's asking a lot. Um, but vacation wise, yeah. So I've been sick the last, since, you know, Dilla, um, haven't done anything during the week. So my main thing was getting home right now. Uh, like I said, we had designations planned for the following week. So I, we don't have anything planned yet. Uh, or like planned for this week. We're just trying to kind of get back to a hundred percent. And then, yeah, next week we're just going to the beach for a couple of days, uh, on the golf. And then we're, um, going with the in-laws up to Rosemary beach, which is like kind of our favorite spot. Um, I'd say the vacation and we're still in Florida. So nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of, just a lot of time. Freedom. It's yeah. Yeah. It's so, so funny hearing him talk about, I feel really old because I remember old. in like 2014 when he won Loretta's. Yeah. And like now he's talking about his kids and all this kind of stuff. When he was a kid Dude, at Loretta's, it's, you know, time flies, bro. Like, Jesus, we're, I'm old. The older we get, like <laughs> I, you know, I like I got a six month old granddaughter. And yeah. I feel like I feel like I'm still in my twenties. But you look old. It's different. Yeah. Anyways, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. dude, I honestly, I grew up fast. I'm still yep. 25. I was married at 22. Yep. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, things happen quick. Well, it's uh, it's been really a pleasure to see. Uh, really enjoyed hanging out with you a little bit this weekend. You know, Friday and get to talk to you and visit with you. Um, look forward to 22, man. I I hope it just continues to keep getting better and better. And I'm sure we'll see you at Anaheim. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, uh, thanks, guys, for having me on. And anytime you need anything, let me know. We'll do, RJ. Thank you so much, buddy. Yep, no problem. Right. See you guys. We'll see you. All right, that was RJ Hampshire. That was cool, man. Um, good interview. Great guy. Yeah. First, uh, so Tyler, I guess that's like your first interview with a professional rider. Uh, I mean, how do you feel about it? Uh, I was a little nervous there when we first got him on yeah, the line. I just I didn't. Tell. I didn't want to ask anything that would put me out on like you know Carrot Island or something like that. You know, I don't. <laughs> Disability I don't want, Island. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be you know involved with any of that. So I just no, man. You gotta just ask these guys some stuff, first. dude. I mean, anything you want to ask them, as long as it's not vulgar or disrespectful. With this show, we're yeah. Uh, you you watched the show with me on it. I say stupid crap constantly. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Uh, hey, I wanted to, before we go to commercial break, I wanted to also shout out uh, a fan, a friend of the show, somebody that I become friends with through the show and through listening to Pulp and in some of our group chats. Samantha Marie, a lot of people know her on Twitter. I got to meet her this weekend. Actually, Hangtown's her home oh, track. Cool. She came out. I met her and her dad. Very cool chick, man. I mean, we I know that from texting and social right. media and all that stuff. But getting to meet her, very sweet, very lovely girl. Got to meet her dad. He was cool. He had a little bit of a pony, too. So we're, we're kind of brothers in arms. Um, apparently, he said that I could stay at his house if I wanted to for Hangtown some other time because Dan lives like a 1,000 miles away. I wasn't prepared. Didn't realize that. In the opposite direction. Like, I had to go from his house past Sacramento to the track. And then I took Andy Gregg home, at one, which was another 30 minutes the other direction. And then I had to turn around and go all the way back to Dan's house. Anyway, yeah, so... <laughs> Really great meeting Samantha. If you guys know Samantha on social media, she's rad. So, yeah, um, yeah cool to talk to her. Let's take our second commercial break, and we will be back with Josh Varese, and we will get his side of the team and you know, all the things that RJ just said about you know him coming over and from the. Does, does that, he take like advice from RJ about like traction or how the, how, him, the, huh? how the bike handles or front tire? So, are you pressure. making fun of our last guest, RJ? And his absolutely. Okay. Yep. All right. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll be right back. <laughs> we all know engine oil is the lifeblood of our machines. That's why you need blood lubricants for the highest level of performance and protection. Manufactured here in the USA and designed to handle the heat and humidity. 
Le Lubricant Oil Lines such as Pro Elite Series, Pro Series, and the new Scorpion Blood will exceed all your needs. Whether you race moto, sprint cars, side-by-sides, or anything else, Blood Lubricants has you protected. Tests have shown that engines can run up to 30 degrees cooler while using blood. Just ask Chris Kiefer. DJ TJ and I trust Blood Lubricants in our machines, so you can too. Go to bloodlubricants.com to order today. Don't forget to check out their Chain Lube, Two-Stroke Premix, PolyClean, and many other products. Use promo code MOTOX to support the Moto X Pod Show. Scotty T here from the Moto X Pod Show with another fantastic product from Burn Motorsports. It's Shock Socks, the number one 10-second removable fork seal protector. No one likes having leaky fork seals. With Shock Socks, you can protect your fork seals from the crap at the track in a matter of 10 seconds. Fork seals can be expensive and take away from your ride time, so fight the crime of grit and grime with Shock Socks. Check your local dealer or go to the BurrMotorsports.com webpage. Also, follow them on Facebook and Instagram. So go out and make sure to get your pair of Shock Socks today. If you're anything like me, you remember in the late 80s and the 90s, all the cool custom-painted helmets. Jeremy McGrath, Damon Bradshaw, Jeff Emig, all the top riders showed their style and personality with a custom-painted helmet. I was always envious. I mean, I knew I'd at least look faster with a custom lid. Now you, too, can be like your favorite riders. Be one of the cool kids. Kirk Hunter from Extreme Colors has been painting helmets since 1998 and has you covered. For only $395, you can have a one-of-a-kind professional paint job on your lid. Contact Kirk Hunter at xkhelmetpainting at gmail.com and follow them on Instagram at, at extremecolors, that's X-T-R-E-M-E-K-O-L-O-R-S, Extreme Colors. Be the envy of all your friends and contact Extreme Colors today. Let them know that the Moto X Pod Show sent you, as always. All right, next up, brought to you by Blood Lubricant Oil Lines, which were created to bring out the highest level of performance and protection for all types of racing. Blood Lubricant has many lines of oil, as well as degreasers, chain lubes, and many more products. Visit bloodlubricants.com for all your oil needs today and use promo code MOTOX to save. Tonight, Blood Lubricants brings us right now from Rockstar Husky, the one and only Josh Fariz. What's up, dude? How's it going? Doing good. It's doing good, man. Uh, we're doing good. Really cool to have you on. I'm glad I got a chance to meet you this weekend. I want to talk to you about a lot of stuff, but man, what was it like a whirlwind probably over the last few months going from a full-on privateer in the motorhome with mom and dad to a factory rider at one of the elite teams in the business? Yeah, it was it was a great feeling for sure. Yeah, going from traveling to all the rounds in a motorhome to going straight to the factory rig was uh was a blessing for sure and it, it felt it felt really good and i you know i hope it doesn't end but uh we'll see what happens yeah have they talked to anybody like what was their response to how you rode because you definitely improved once you got on that bike your results improved uh you know it looked like fitness wise you were pretty close to where you needed to be what did the team think about your ride um they were super 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 stoked um really happy with with my riding and um yeah pretty much really really happy yeah um overall yeah because all your results i'm sitting here looking they're all digit double digit results it looks like buds was your best overall with an 11th before going to the factory team and then you went eight eight um yeah and then when did you did you go over at iron man or was it uh paula uh, i was at paula that's so what on i thought my way, yeah yeah on my way back from iron man yeah we got the phone call and, and um 
you know, tested that week and or rode the bike that week and went into Paula. So let me ask you this. So you, you move up and I know you brought your suspension over and we have some questions about that in a minute, but you you get the factory bike with your personal suspension. How much do you think the improvements were on your results were the bike versus like a percent pie? I'm sure it's a little bit of all, but like the bike and versus just being able to not stress as much. Like you have everything handled and whether, you know, travel, uh, you know, the bike's taken care of for you. Every, like that, that relief of probably your dad not having the wrench on the bike. Like how much was it bike versus just the whole process? Yeah, the, it was a lot less stressful. That's for sure. Like not having to worry about setting up a pit or unloading, yeah. um, worrying about bike work and worrying about, you know, everything on the bike is tight and, and ready to race. And that was probably the best thing honestly and I, I do like you know practice days and um all other days when we ride i do all my own bike work i pretty much do everything besides go into into the motor and, and do that type of stuff yeah i heard you talk about and, that i think on, on i guess it was friday when i talked to you You were talking about that with somebody i was a little impressed with yeah. that tj you'll like that he's he's the yeah he's one of the like mechanics on his bike that's pretty cool yes. yeah so that that was a big uh, stress reliever for sure. Is not having to worry about my bike on the on race day, which my dad did do a lot on race day, of course. Um, but obviously on practice days, having to load up to go to the track and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and still still having to worry about my bike. You know, filters on race day. I was doing my own filters on race day. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. And so, yeah, like obviously not having to worry about my bike was probably the best thing for sure. And, yeah. And like you said, my, having my suspension um was a smart thing to do with the situation that we were kind of in was just like bring my suspension over just so it made me that more um comfortable on the bike right when i hopped on it um and then obviously having the guys there and really watching me ride and knowing like oh let's change this change that helped out a lot too oh that's yeah that's a really good point um i want to ask you this going back to you working on your bike versus having a factory mechanic i felt like i heard you say that you were still like kind of wanted to almost like double check things. Like it was hard to not do that. Maybe I made that up in my mind, but was that an issue where like your factory mechanic does everything and you kind of want to be like, uh, I need to check this. Cause I'm used to doing it. Uh, no, um, okay. I never, I never had that come across any of, you know, over any of these couple weeks I was with them. Okay. Um, it was more of like hard, like watching them do everything and not helping. That's like, what you said. Yeah. 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 It, it was kind of hard to watch them change suspension and not like getting my hands greasy and I like getting that. them dirty with grease. So it, it was like hard to like watch them do it instead of me like hopping in like, Hey, what tools do you guys need or helping out in any kind of way? Fantastic um, but I knew, character trait, man. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I knew that, you know, they've been doing this a long time and they have their program set. So, you know, I obviously like it was, I didn't want to um, not help, but I knew that, like I didn't, they didn't need my help if that makes sense. And well, yeah, they, obviously, yeah, like it was my job to don't even worry about it. Yeah. Really. They don't want you to help there. Like we're paying yeah. you to chill, get your head right and go perform for 30 plus two. No. Yeah. Yeah. And that just doing that was probably the best thing. And, you know, also watching them do bike work. Like I kind of, I liked watching them do it. Cause I can like pick up on things like, Oh, okay. That's how they do that. Or, Oh, okay, this is a cool special tool that you can buy at <laughs> Snap On or whatever that makes yeah. the job a lot easier. Or you know, go, like stuff like that was it was cool too. Awesome. So as you're going through and you're spending time in those rigs and learning for um, 
like from everybody. I know you're trying to take everything in. Like, were you asking the other riders for like tips on the track? Was there any like a debriefing between the teams about you know like lines or, or and and did you get to see like the what's that? Like where they map the other riders over the others or time segment times. Why am I blanking on that too? Yeah. Lip pro. Lip, yeah. Th- those kind of things. Did you get to experience that where you don't when you're like box banning it? Yeah, totally. Like looking at the, you know, printing out the, the um, segment times on paper and being able to highlight stuff and go, okay, well, we can go outside, outside here or inside there. You can pick up this much time in this segment this much time in this segment and add it all together and go, okay, there's a second right there. And then, you know, dropping a second off your time can bring you up to the top 10 easily, you know, top yeah. seven or whatever. It's so just... it was kind of cool. Yeah. To have that, you know, have scuba there to show me that kind of stuff. Like, look, if you do this where when you're in your motor home, it's kind of like, you're just like, uh, looking at the lap times. Okay. Okay, cool. And then thinking like, where can I make up some time? You know, and not looking at the segment times, just more of like thinking in your head, like where can I go faster? Right. Yeah. Very interesting. So yeah, taking all that into account, let's say this is a fill-in ride. You don't know what tomorrow holds. You don't know what teams or where you're going to be in the future. What do you take from this experience from these two races that you could possibly implement on a true privateer level? Like, obviously, you don't have the whole crew to do all the stuff, but what's something that you or a privateer could learn from being the the two races you got to do? Um, I think organization for sure is, you know, knowing where everything's at. Cause you know, you come to times where it's like, wait, you know what? Having everything in the back of a trailer or motor home and you kind of organization isn't that great is makes it a little bit hard, but I think just like finding your flow with how everything works, I guess where the tools um, are, where the, where everything yeah, and, is placed. That's a good idea. And kind of having, uh, your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like your, your program and, and like just, uh, shoot like the setup and stuff like, you know, watching them set up or watching them tear down the tent and stuff mm-hmm. like they know where everything goes. So it's just like quick and easy. Like, okay, yeah, I know this goes here instead of standing around like, wait, where does this go again? Or, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everything's yeah stuff like that. Yeah. yeah and, and I think, just having you know extra a lot of extra parts and and stuff on hand so if you need to change it you know it's right there and um yeah pretty much that's kind of what i took in and and knowing like what kind of i guess it's like you know obviously they have the food there so it's kind of like cool like okay yeah you know this is a good idea to have in the in the motorhome or i never thought about this having that or or you know so on stuff like that so my my last thing Daniel Blair is going on every podcast everywhere, taking credit for you running your your suspension on their bike. Yeah. How much did he actually tell you that? And then did you actually listen, or was that Scuba that yeah, the one that did? We that? just had RJ on, and he said it was Scuba. Yeah, so. RJ said it was Scuba. So, um, no, I'll, I'll give him a little bit of credit for that. Um, no, uh, it was funny. I think I want to say he. Um, I actually just listened to a podcast last night. I heard him say that, you know, and I was like, you know, I cracked up. Like, it's funny. Like Daniel Blair is super cool. Like, um, I used to, I used to run his dad's suspension. So like, you know, I've always known of him and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, he DM me. I think it was like, I want to say like a day or so before the announcement officially came out. Right. 
or no, wait, I take that back. Or when the announcement already came out, um, we or, you know, like that Monday or Tuesday when we were going to go ride the bike, we already decided like, yeah, let's just run my own suspension. So we don't. So we just we're more comfortable. And so that way we're not like really, you know, going farther back. Like we're kind of just going forward instead. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like everyone's like everyone kind of came to a mutual like decision, like, yep, let's just run my suspension and, and have WP. still like do, you know, them do clickers. And then in the future, like if we want to do changes to the suspension, they would obviously do it. Um, cause they would be there at the track or whatnot. Right. And, um, but no. And then when the announcement came out, uh, yeah, Daniel text or DM me on Instagram and said, Hey, like my best advice, run your own suspension. And instead of like going like super deep into like a combo, it's like, you know, it sounds good. Right. Yeah. Like just, to, <laughs> just, to, just instead of like, cause instead of like being like, Oh, I already know like right, that right. kind of like yeah. attitude, like, Oh, I already, it's just more like, you know, it sounds good. Like, thanks for the advice. Yeah, you know, yeah. but I like that, you know, getting advice <laughs> from getting advice from a future or an ex pro. And well, his you know, ad- it's like, it's cool to see that his advice was right. But then we just got to quit. We need to bring him down a peg yeah. a little bit because he is basically taking credit for how good you did. Well, that's completely. what Daniel does. Yeah. When I, when I heard it, I was like, no, nah, I'll let him, uh, I'll let him get his little bit of fame. <laughs> that's <laughs> no. great. Did, did you hear no, that yeah. on pulp or on his show main event? Do you remember? Um, I want to say it was, I think it might have been from Racer X. It was on Racer X. Yeah, it's probably the review show with uh with JT and and Steve on it. I bet then, yeah, because he he did say that on yeah. Sunday. Yeah, yeah, that's... yeah. No, but yeah, when I heard that, um, I was cracking up yeah. with my mom. He told and me my that. Mom was like, wait, is he, is he trying to like take credit? Oh, and I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah. But uh, no, but he was like the one only guy, pretty much to to dm me or anything like that, saying like my best advice is run your own that's suspension. Cool. But yeah, which like I appreciate um that type of advice because you know maybe if no one ever did think about that and or anything like that it you know it was cool to get that message for sure yeah i like i did daniel's podcast right after the national at hangtown that that night and on main event and he said the same thing he's like yeah he basically took credit josh that same night and i i was like oh that's cool you know i didn't know so i like the fact that rj kind of threw it under the bus no i think it was scuba because i'm definitely going to give DB some, some shit about that. So anyways, <laughs> go ahead. No, Tom. but I, like I said, I, I, for sure, I really appreciate, yeah. uh, you know, he's good the people. advice though. It's super cool. Yeah. Good people. So going back, I believe it was Paula that you got that whole shot at. Um, so what went through your mind? Cause I don't think that you had ever even really had like a top five, top 10 start before then, you know, you were always coming from behind. You're always a strong, you know, you rode through the whole 30 always, but, what went through your mind? Just, you know, you were out front and you had the best guys in the world all behind you. You were one of them being the leader, you know, for those three laps, you were technically, you know, you were leading that race. Yeah. Um, that was actually at Hangtown in the second moto, but going back to Paula though, in the first moto, I did get, um, it was like a second place start, but then it, by the whole shot line, it was, I was in third, um, which is still the same concept. Like I was up there in the front with all those dudes, um, which was for sure a really good feeling. And, um, that's for sure where I want to be every race. Cause now I know where I, what I need to do to stay up in that pace. Um, and I can work on that throughout this next or throughout this off season and, and into the next season. Um, 
which I know like what I'll need to work. Yeah. Like I said, I know what I need to work on and it was for sure a good feeling, you know, maybe not having to pass. It was more of like getting passed by some dudes or, mm-hmm. and holding mm-hmm. dudes off and then picking up on their lines and stuff like that. Um, smart, I, think, I know you learn, a lot. Smart. You learn yeah. a lot from the front. Yeah. I, I think it's just more of, I for sure need to work on this off season with getting a lot stronger, um, which I've really put my mindset to that. Um, so coming in next year, I'll be, I'll be built different (laughs) and and ready for it. Yeah. That's the same thing. Max Boland's been saying, man, Max got to put some, got to build some muscle, man. Yeah. yeah, Realizing how much strength you got to have at this level for 30 plus two. Yeah. Yeah, So that's, yeah, you dude. Um, I know TJ's got a question for you, but I just, I want to emphasize how impressed I am with, your intelligence and your personality and your upbringing, man. I'm, I'm really, really glad I came up and talked to you Friday. You're, you're only saying that because he helped out your fantasy team so much. I didn't have, re- I didn't take him this week. Oh, it was, I know. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't, I should have, I, did. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I screwed myself by not taking him, but, um, yeah, but I, no, I just think I'm impressed, dude. I, th- I think you have a bright future. I believe just listening to you. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Sorry, TJ. So, uh, Jake Curry, one of our listeners had asked, um, What's like since you're getting some TV time and you're getting a little bit of notoriety, especially like being under that rock star tent? Have you had any crazy interaction with fans or anything? And and I got to say, from the photo I pulled up of you, I had to double check and make sure the photo wasn't of Evan Ferry. Y'all look so much. They alike. do look a lot alike. So don't I was they? like, yeah. anybody confuse you or any of that stuff? I, I, well, I confused him. I didn't tell him this when I walked into the tent to talk to RJ. I was like, what's Evan doing here? Yeah. And then I realized it was him. So so never. Yeah. Hopefully so, that's not a not a uh, a, a bad thing. Yeah, a yeah. bad thing. But no, I just uh, yeah, you do look similar. So you had any crazy interaction with fans? Uh, no, no one, uh, no fans that came up thinking I was someone else. And <laughs> I think that was I think that was like uh, a cool part of getting this opportunity was um, the last it being the last two rounds in California, um, yeah. which is like Paula. I, I live like forty five minutes away. Oh, from Paula. okay, okay. I didn't know that. Um, and so all the SoCal fans and stuff like that, like I have a, um, like, I guess I would say like my fan base in yeah. Southern California, um, is super big. So like Paula, everyone, you know, I have a lot of friends down here too. So it's like, everyone kind of knew, um, you know, exactly who, who it was and stuff. And then going up to Hangtown, that's where I'm originally from. Um, so Hangtown used to be, I used to live like an hour and a half. So it uh, wasn't, it wasn't even the factory bike. It was just home field advantage. That's what you're saying. Yeah. In a way, (laughs) um, in a way, not really. Yeah. Paula, I guess you could say Paula is somewhat of a home track. I don't, I ride there quite often. It's not my favorite track. Um, but on, on normal practice days and then race days, the track is like so much different. It's insane. Like the prep isn't way way different than than a normal regular day and then so for like and exactly with hangtown i haven't been there in quite a while but um obviously yeah it's home tracks and you know i know the area um the texture of the track was for sure a lot different than i'm used to right but like going back to you know the fan situation hangtown you know i have a lot of family and friends up there too so um it was cool to to see all see everyone and um, you know, see how supportive everyone is. So, uh, Nick from the Moto Limited show wants to know your thoughts on Supercross as you had some good results. So what, what's your thoughts going into Supercross and getting ready for that? Yeah, he, he was six at Salt Lake City. I know. One, that's pretty yeah. impressive. 
Yeah, uh, I'm I'm feeling good for Supercross. I think uh, with you know really focusing on my physical health on this off season, mm-hmm. and you know just really putting my mindset to towards obviously training and working really hard. Uh, I'm super looking forward to that, and then obviously going into Supercross with it being um, back to a somewhat normal schedule. You know, with it being like three Anaheim's, super close to Anaheim, so I know like it's gonna be really exciting for sure and uh um uh, my thoughts are going into it is probably you know I, i'm pushing for top fives because i know last year the field was so like you know everyone was split up in such a weird way right right and a lot of injuries but obviously that's part of the race is staying healthy so that's obviously the most important thing and going into next year i'm for sure like going to be working hard for the top fives and I'm really pushing for podiums, you know, seeing like everyone get on the podium and knowing like, man, like, you know, I battle with that guy or, or, you know, I know it, I know it can be done. You know, I was close to it or not close to it last year, but my results were good last year to where now I want to up those results mm-hmm. by a couple positions. And those couple positions is top fives and, and podiums for sure. Sounds like West coast to the end is the, is the tentative plan since you're from there. Yeah, well, I actually kind of got not tongue twisted, but I was kind of like running through my brain as I said Anaheim. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was kind of like, wait, hold on, actually, I take that back. Which obviously that would be ideal to do West Coast, right? That you know, I live in Southern California. Um, other than if you know something comes up where I get exactly, the yeah. yeah, yeah, then then that's when it would be a lot a little bit different. But as of now, if I do my own thing next year, yeah. I'll, It'll be West Coast. He was hoping that we wouldn't catch that, as he said. Right, yeah. I could <laughs> yeah, I was kind of like, uh, I can't touch the rivers, but I'm going to go for it. <laughs> so before we let you go, I got uh, a couple more questions. You mentioned the podcast. Do you do you listen to a lot of pods, or is, is it something you do often? Uh, actually, I never really listen okay. to podcasts, and, but my dad listens to them all. Gotcha. Like sometimes, like, when we're driving on long drives, he'll he'll put them on or yeah. whatnot. Is this um, but, Go ahead. Uh, sorry, uh, but I happened to, he was listening to the podcast yesterday and yeah. I just happened to hear um, my name being talked about a lot. And <laughs> so it was cool to just be like, you know, like, oh, what are they talking about? You know? Yeah. Um, so that's, that's where that came about. Uh, have you done many interviews like this podcast? Like has, has Racer X and Weeds done anything with you or is this your first? Um, I'm, I don't think I've ever done, I've, I'm, uh, like a Racer X podcast. I've done a lot of interviews. I yeah. don't know if they're specifically podcasts sure, or just sure. like like an interview for them or whatnot. I got um, you. But did you guys ever hear about uh, like Big MX Radio? Oh yeah, you know we, we know Brad Gephardt. Yep. Yeah, I used to do a bunch of interviews with him. Okay. Um, back in like 2015 through like 17, 18. Right. Um, or and still to this, um, you know, these past few years. Uh, yeah, I would do a bunch of interviews with him. Um, and those are considered podcasts. So. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But like you said, with Racer X or anything, I don't know if it's like specifically a podcast, but I understand. Yeah. But I have done plenty of interviews in my career for sure. We got one more question for you. Go ahead, Tyler. So you said just a second ago, if you do your own program next year, you'll be running the West Coast. So is that like, if, you know, is there any rides that have been talked about? Anything you can talk about? Anybody has approached you, you know, because I, I watching the last two races, I think you do, you deserve something at least more than what you were doing. You don't deserve van life. That's yeah. You know. No doubt about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, nothing's really, uh, 
nothing's came up or I haven't got any of those, those emails or, or yeah, special emails or special phone calls or anything like that. But I'm hoping, you know, it's still somewhat, um, I guess you could say early yeah. into the off oh, yeah. season. Yeah. So obviously, you know, I'm just kind of just trying to not really get my mind off of moto, but kind of like turn my brain off of it for a little bit and kind of just like, um, you know, have a nice relaxing little couple weeks off or whatever. Yeah. Um, but for sure, you know, almost the all, entire part of the day, I'm thinking about like, man, that this phone call would be great. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, of course. But for sure. Yeah. I'm for sure hoping, you know, a lot of people, um, which I'm super grateful about is a lot of people tell me that, you know, I, I deserve, you know, you know, I deserve this or I deserve that. And which I'm super, you know, pumped to hear that. Like, it makes me feel really good. And, um, you know, hopefully, you know, I think with, like I heard on, you know, plenty of podcasts and plenty of people say like this year or these past couple of years have been so crazy, like, you know, with COVID and just teams kind of like going away and uh, stuff like that. It makes it, it's like, I feel like a really, really hard to get um, any kind of ride. Um, so that's why you have to work pretty much like double time or a lot harder. I feel like you have to really, really put in the work and show that you can be a winner. And nobody's um, moving up this year either. That was what Yeah, that's another thing that uh, I heard Daniel Blair talking about is how, you know, there's not, or not just Daniel Blair, but a lot of other dudes on that podcast uh, yesterday was, there's not a lot of dudes moving up. So it's like the timing right now is like super, super weird. <laughs> yep. And I think, yep. I think after next year, it'll be a little bit more open. Um, but I'm just going to keep working hard like I always do. And I'm for sure a hard worker and, um, you know, I hope it, I hope it starts to show, you know, and it has been showing, but I really hope that it starts really, really paying off with podiums next year for sure. Uh, us too, man. Look, as I already told you, super impressed with you. Really glad I came up and talked to you. I uh, definitely want to get you back on maybe leading into Supercross or maybe after, you know, once you know what you're doing or maybe after the first round or two that you do. Uh, love to stay in t- contact with you and get you back on soon, man. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. And yeah, thanks for thanks for coming up at Hangtown. I always like, you know, I like, uh, sorry, <laughs> I always like, I always like the cameras and stuff like that. With, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard of jayzixlone.com. What is it? jayzixlone.com. No, I don't. What spell it for me? Uh, J A I S A A C, and then Sloan S L A O N. Oh, oh, sorry, S L O A N. Yeah, my okay. And then dot com. Um, so it was uh, one of um, Jimmy Sloan was his like it was like his, um, I guess you would say, type of like racer X or verb moto where he'd post a bunch of media stuff. And OK, um, I would always you know, he always had the cameras out every day. It was kind of almost like a like a reality type thing. Like he'd always post YouTube videos and, you know, it was a uh, uh I guess like a documentary to have all the videos on YouTube of yeah, a vlog type and, kind of thing. Yeah, like a yeah, like a vlog type. And um, when I would live with them, you know, when we moved down to Southern California and we were living at on their property in our motorhome, it was there was always cameras every day. So like when I see cameras in my face, like you know, it's like almost like a normal thing. I you know, when the cameras around, it's like you know, it's kind of like not like a nerve nervous thing. Like oh, there's a camera, or whatever. It's kind of like normal to me. Oh, I could tell you. So it's cool. Yeah, yeah, I could yeah, tell. So it was cool when you when you came up and yeah, I like being in front of the camera awesome. for sure. And hopefully, hopefully we can be in front of the live camera. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll year. get there, man. You'll get there. Tyler's got one more for you. 
So just was thinking back, actually, you hit the leap on the 250 this year. What was that yeah. like? You were one of the very I didn't few that, that did wow. it. Yeah, you. I, I think actually you responded to me on your Instagram post. I said something about you know just send it, and you had said yeah, dude, or something <laughs> like that. But gnarly. Oh, it was that was that was big, dude. No, yeah, that one was uh, that one was cool for sure. And I raced Red Bud in 2020, and the run up was actually bigger. And I never sent it. I was like, screw that. <laughs> like, I got to no do it. Way. Yeah. And then this year when I'm looking at the track, I'm like, dude, that run up looks like it's about 30 feet closer. Like that thing looks way pushed up. And, um, so I, I automatically thought, nope, no one's hitting it. Like maybe four fifties aren't going to be hitting it. Or I said, if anyone's hitting it, it's going to be four fifties. And on practice, I mean, I hit the outside and I was like, man, I hit that really good. And there was a couple dudes like next to me. But I, I hit the corner so good, I was like, if I have a shot at hitting it, it's right now. And so I just kept it pinned, and I launched it, and I was like in the air, like, holy crap, right? And I knew I was going to come up short. Yeah. And uh, as I started getting closer to the landing, I was like, oh, this is really short. That's the worst <laughs> yeah. feeling ever, I did too. see that. Yeah. Now that. yeah, I remember it now, yeah. I just didn't realize it yeah, was you, so, yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I told myself, like, as I was, like, through the air, I already knew. I was like, okay, I'm casing it. And I told myself, like, just – don't stiffen up just stay relaxed and just you know kind of like push through it in a way like just yeah don't like stiff leg it um so right as before i hit the landing i just like let my lens just like loose and just like let them just kind of like jello through it instead of like stiffen up and something snapping in a way um so but when i <laughs> I hit it, hit it like a drunk driver <laughs> <laughs> yeah so after that lap i think i might have done like another quick lap and I actually pulled into the mechanics area to make sure my rear wheel was fine. Right. And like, surprisingly I ran that rear wheel all like the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. To be young TJ. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, all right, man. Well, Josh, great, great talking to you. I've already got people hitting me up about how great of a guest you've been. So, um, really impressed, man. Look forward to talking to you again soon. Yeah. Thank you. And, uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Anytime buddy. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. You too. Have uh, a good one. All right, you too. Awesome, awesome dude. Josh Varese. That was cool. What he's a think? great kid. Yeah, yeah he's – wow. Yeah, that, uh, that's – Jake Jake texted me and was like, dude, that kid's got a future, man. He's, he's going to be something. I, and I agree. I think yeah, for he's sure. got his head on right. Like, he's intelligent. He, he understands. like he helps keep some on yeah. that track, too. Yeah. yeah, he understands the mental and physical things he needs to work on at that age. That's impressive. Very cool. All right, let's take another commercial break. We'll be back with DK. If you want power, then you need Williams Moto Works. Wait, what What was that? It's the Supercross guy voice. No, no, it's not. Sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, built performance motors with CNC porting. So it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs. Higher rev limits and custom maps needs a professional commercial, dude. So, like, if you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions to ECUs, then contact Williams Moto Works at 414-467-6199 or follow them on Instagram at Williams Moto Works. That's Williams underscore Moto W-E-R-X. Or you can even email them at Williams Moto Works. That's Williams Moto and then W-E-R-X at gmail.com okay that's better not good but better 
Bly Racing is back on board with the Moto X Pod Show for 2021. What can we say that you don't already know? In 2020, Fly revolutionized the helmet game with the Formula Helmet. For 2021, they brought us the Formula CC with the same Rion technology and a tri-weave composite shell at a fantastic price point. Fly Racing also released the new light pant with a boa in the front. Visit flyracing.com to see everything Fly Racing has to offer from the moto, street, BMX, water, and even mountain bike lines. Once you try Fly Racing, you'll see why riders like the 2020 motocross national champion Zach Osborne, as well as Blake Baggett, gold medalist Connor Fields, and even the beast from the east, Damon Bradshaw, trust Fly Racing. There simply is no better. What's up, guys? This is the 7 Juice Trade out of Anticam. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbeastUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Motorhead Pajo thank you. Well, we got a guy on the line. He's our regular check-in. But I want to tell you guys first that he's brought to you by Acherby's USA. You know that for decades, Acherby's has been the leader in moto plastic accessories with products that fit perfectly and look amazing. And they last. Acherby's has what you need. Visit USA.com. Let them know you're listening to the Moto X Pod show. You guys need your bike to look good, TJ? And you want to freshen it up? Acherby's, man. Full I, I plastic Order them today. Yeah, you told me that. That's I right. Did. Fully, fully took care of you. Well, tonight, Acherby's brings us... For the last time in this season, but hopefully he'll stick with us for 22 as we come into that. Derek Kelly, what's up, buddy? How's it going? It's going good, man. Um, got to meet you face-to-face this weekend. Yeah, yeah, you look funny. Okay. <laughs> I look funny. That's even better because right. earlier. DK is no longer a part of the show. So we're setting up for the show. I'm getting the cameras trying to fix. I thought there was something wrong with the camera that faces him. And then I realized, I looked at him like, man, you're just looking old, bro. Why do I look oh, funny, no. DK? <laughs> I like your uh, I like your ponytail. But you said I look funny, man. Why do I look funny, man? That, that's hurtful. No, no, I'm, I'm kidding. No, it's just because you were hitting on my girlfriend again. <laughs> I didn't know. What did I do to your girlfriend? <laughs> all I said was You have hi. got a reputation of sliding yeah, the DMs, bro. all I said bro. was hi. Dang, man. Yeah. Man. I said, hey, sweetheart. I did not. That is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lie. Yeah, I got blown uh, up. I got blown up on uh, the Pulp MX um, Discord channel today. People saying I was creepy because of a couple things that happened. I wonder that you don't, why. Uh, yeah, you I don't even why. know about. But I was just, I'm just friendly, man. No, no, I, you, you're a good guy. <laughs> All right, dude, hang town, man. No first turn crash again. You finished. You kicked ass for uh, fantasy. I know you don't care about that, but. If you do good in fantasy, that means you put in a good ride, man. You had a good day. Yeah. You ended your season strong. Talk about it. For sure. No, I'm I'm stoked to to cap it off strong. Um, I was really focusing on staying off the deck in the first turns, which which was uh, accomplished this weekend. Right. So that was good. And then just uh, rode strong. I mean, that a little mishap in the first moto. My uh, my race goggles they uh, they broke like right on the line. I went to put them on, and the strap came off for some reason. 
I was like, uh-oh. So uh-huh. I had to throw on the, the sight lap goggles that had five tear-offs on them and uh, had to provision tear-offs for the first few laps, which was kind of I, – I dropped pretty bad in the first couple laps. And then, then once I got a gap, I kind of started cutting through the field, which was good. But, uh, yeah, that was that was interesting for sure. Yeah, I, I noticed that you were coming from the back a little bit because I was keeping an eye on you, but I did not realize that that's what happened. Yeah, no, I had good starts both motos, but um, the first moto I was like just trying to dodge roost, and I was riding around like the first two laps. I didn't even pull any tear off, so I was just kind of riding with mud on my goggles. And then once I got a gap, I I pulled one, and then was able to kind of stay out of the roost a little easier when they were spread out. But so, how is it when you're out there like that, and you and they swap the schedule on y'all? I was curious about that <laughs> about putting y'all yeah, first. I didn't, first. I didn't even yeah. know they were doing that this week. Do y'all know ahead of time, or do you show up and they're like, "Yeah, boys, you're going first. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure you could probably look at like the TV schedule that they post when when they post the. Uh, the rounds on on racerx.com or it's whatever they me do feel like an idiot now that like it would be that easy to figure it out i didn't look. but I, I i don't know i i'm not i'm not <laughs> saying that's what they do i'm just saying like they, there might be a way i think it's because of tv schedules and stuff like that so normally um, normally it is i can't remember why mathis said it happened this week it was something different though oh i was told it was because the 450 championship was already wrapped up, and the 250 championship wasn't, and it was more exciting. Ah, that's and they what I heard. To have that second. Yeah, no, that, that's interesting. I mean, how, much, how does that yeah. change your day? It sucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you get a better I mean, track, though. Yeah, a better track. Well, it's a little earlier, I guess. Well, I mean, you don't have to. You, but, you, yeah, he's on 250 though. So, oh, oh, I, I, yeah. I think he was yeah, I'm 250. No, he's on 250. Oh, that's so right. He got so a worse yeah. track. Yeah, worse track. Yeah, yeah no. For some yeah, reason, I thought you yeah, were riding 450 at the end of yeah. the year. Yeah, no, it was terrible no, last I'm, moto. I'm, I might have shit. I thought about hopping on a 450 the last few rounds. It was kind of might have been able to put in a couple of good results, but right. no, I mean being second when you're in the 250 classes is, is never fun. I mean, you you ride the 250 <laughs> class to sandbag the smooth tracks, but <laughs> it was <laughs> right? it was beat for sure. I mean, they, they prepped the track odd this weekend. It was definitely old school with that's, how hard packed it was yeah that's been a kind of topic of discussion and i don't know how much that is because of lack of water and the drought and the fires or they just try yeah. to do something different that didn't work I, i'm not really sure i don't think it, i haven't heard anybody get to the bottom of it yet but yeah it didn't it didn't turn out yeah in the end. yeah it's interesting um i went out there for qualifying and i was like dude what is yeah. this i'm like it, it was so smooth i i felt like i was at a thursday night motocross or something like that like just hard packed and it was not an outdoor national prep for sure. No, no, definitely not. Well, 23rd overall uh, for the season. Not, for the season. That's not with, fantastic. Yeah, but man, look, you, you missed around with the concussion protocol. You didn't get, the, you know, you didn't get any points. Yeah. In the second moto of that uh, was that, uh, what round was that? That was Paula. Paula, and, yeah. I couldn't remember. I was thinking Bud's Creek. Or Bud's Creek or yeah, yeah. This, this year, like, looking at on paper, it's not beautiful like especially if you're looking at the overall results because i think i missed like four rounds or something like that. i mean i missed the first one because mm-hmm. i had a crash before then and then i missed um i blew up my bike at red bud so yeah. i missed both motos that that one yeah and then bad yeah and i got hurt there so i missed south lake and then i got hurt at unadilla and then i missed bud's creek so I, it was no good. There yeah. was like three rounds where I missed, and then I had a bunch of problems. I didn't realize, I didn't realize you had missed that many. 
Yeah, but, yeah, I missed. I completely missed three rounds. I wasn't yeah. even at them. So yeah, but if, I think if you could, you know, if sponsors and yourself to take pause away, you go back and look at the results that you did yeah. have. You know, right. especially with maybe some bad starts or some issues, and coming through the pack and where you finished and lap times, like you're obviously a talented guy. You have a lot of potential. Uh, it should have been a lot better season. So you can take positives right. away from it and build into next year. Definitely, yeah. And and the people around me and, and the people that are watching can see that. It's just frustrating because like, I'm always kind of that, that uh, uh, I'm in a weird spot. Like I feel like I'm fast enough to not be considered like with a certain group right, and then I'm right. not, not getting the results to be considered with that group. So I feel like people behind me are getting mentioned, mentioned and then people in front of me are getting recognition so it's just kind of it's kind of a weird spot so i think just it's it's formed from missing so many rounds and being inconsistent so which is frustrating doing doing the nationals on a 250f you hear a lot of people because you're completely doing this privateer life kind of deal hear a lot of people talk about oh it's just so expensive to do the 250f you know outdoors you gotta like how was that to you do you feel like you could have save so much money on a 450 or, or how does that work? Or is a 250 um, competitive? It's, it's, it's always tough. You can say hindsight, this hindsight, that, or like, should have, could have, would have, I mean, it's expensive either way, traveling across the country, doing it privateer style. I mean, I'm, I'm riding my, my practice bike for like practicing here from Supergrass. So that thing's hammered. I haven't had to do anything from that, but, um, like we budget built the race bike, like uh rock Kiwi, he built it for cheap. I think we we're only in it like 1200 bucks. So we oh, didn't, not bad. we didn't even, yeah. I mean it, it's nothing crazy. Like it's, it's just a, a, a solid bike. Now, how and, far off of that do you feel like when you're obviously compared to the, the star bikes or the factory yeah. bikes, but when you're talking about racing against the, uh, we're going to call them B teams or whatever you want to say, how far off do you think, that $1,200 bike is off of like rich moto dad's bike. <laughs> oh, I, I, I mean, I, I put 20 hours on it without doing a top end. So, I mean, oh. you can, it, it, it's just a practice bike really. I mean, obviously you can go and buy more power. Um, but we're just not in a position to do that this yeah. year. I mean, it, I'm not saying my bike's slow by any means. Like I, right. I'm competitive. Like I can get top 15s on it, but, um, being a bigger kid, or a bigger guy, I guess. I'm not really kidding anymore. Yeah. And then being underpowered is is uh, a struggle sometimes. One of our listeners, Jake Curry, was asking, wants to ask him with, and I, I think I probably know the answer to this, but with no money in the 250, like as far as payout, did you yeah. did you even break even? Did you make any money? How did the year go? Um, I mean, it. I got a lot of help from TBJ and and the people from there, so. Yeah. Um, they paid me contingency when I got top 20 and then fly helps with contingency. And then I get some money from, um, gas, gas for like bike contingency. So I do, I do all right, but I mean, I'm nowhere near breaking even by yeah. any means. Like <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be able to do it without my, the help from all the team and my parents for sure. So, I mean, you're, you're not as a privateer, you're not making any, any money and you're definitely not breaking even. Yeah. So, um, and I don't think it would be much different in the 450 class. Like, and especially in outdoors, like the payout is very similar. Like I did 450 in 2019, and it wasn't much more money. Right. Actually, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's pitiful how much yeah. they pay. 
it is from the races. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really bad. I agree. So on the counterpart of that, Supercross, you know, it pays a little bit more. You rode that this past year, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And if I'm remembering back, was that with TPJ or was that with Gas Monkey actually? It was with AJE. Yeah. So AJ. that was a little bit, little bit better. Like I had some help get into the races, and then they had a mechanic for me and stuff like that. So um, it was a little bit easier, but um, it wasn't like I'm not hitting the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then. <laughs> Are you anything with them maybe next year for Supercross or maybe trying to do something a little bit different or looking for something maybe right. better? What are your plans? We're, in? we're talking, we're talking a, a couple different options. Like I can't like confirm anything right. yet, yeah. but um, obviously TBJ is going to be there. Like they're kind of working on something a little bit different. So I don't know what, what is uh, coming with that. So like there's, it, it'll be a couple weeks before anything even like forms. So it, it's just, you know how it is with I think with privateer teams. Time. It's it's beginning of November before you know anything. Which, I would say I think Ted updates right. his team's plan like every year, like he like he yeah. tweaks it every year, trying to make the best thing he can put together for riders. Yeah, he he's definitely out here helping and trying to do the best for. He's not doing it for a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No right. Uh, Derek, yeah. before we let you go, man, uh, we had Evan on last week. Evan Nystrom, your your strength mm-hmm. conditioning coach. Good dude. Yeah, man. I saw that. What is he? Uh, what's he helped you with the most? Um, just mostly structure. I mean, um, I I don't really struggle with strength, but like necessarily, like he just helped me with cardio and eating and and just sharpening sharpening my craft for sure. He uh, he helps me pick places to eat while I'm out at the races, which is a big help because you always come to the races, you don't know the town, you don't know what's what's good and I never thought and whatnot. So he does does the research and like it, it's pretty funny because he started doing it for me. Like I struggled at high point um, mm-hmm. that had a lot to do with my diet the week before and, and there. So he helped me with that at um, red bud. Like I, it sucked. Red bud sucked, but I felt a lot better. Okay. Um, yeah. But, but the place we ended up going to eat rocks in, I guess was there. And then Cooper Webb walks in as we're walking out. So he has some kind of insider information with, with that. And it's been like that for probably three different restaurants that I've been to. It's funny. That, that's, that is like something next level. I never thought about a trainer doing for you, like picking places for you to go eat yeah. while you're on the road. Like that. it was, it was a game changer for sure. Like oh, that's, wow. that's tough. Like you, you, uh, you don't, you've never been to the town obviously. And then, um, you can only look so far yeah. on the, and I'm like, it, he just does a lot of research with like how, how, like where they get their produce and, and the quality of food hmm. and uh, the menu items. So it, it, it definitely helps eating clean before the race. Awesome. Uh, all right, Derek, I guess that's it for the season, man. We're, uh, oh, you got one more, Tyler? Got one thing for you just real quick. So you're off season now doing a vacation or are we straight into like getting ready for next year? Um, nothing right now as far as like heavy heavy training like i'm not gonna jump off the yeah. off the wagon and start eating out every night and eating Lame. dominoes and all that stuff but um In i'm gonna out. take a little break couple couple weeks um i'm going to the river with kaylee so this weekend and uh gonna chill out and and hang out on the boat Hell yeah. have a good time good but time. uh check out my boat yeah check out my boat dude <laughs> let me drive the boat yeah that's <laughs> what i was about you beat me too <laughs> <laughs> All right, Derek, man. It's been really a lot of fun having you as like a uh, a bi- over two weeks, a bi-weekly check-in, yeah. man. I hope that uh, – That's no, been awesome. Yeah, I hope we continue to do it for Supercross if you're down. 
Yeah, yeah, anytime. All Have right. Me on. I love it. Well, uh, have a good off season. We'll check in with you. Um, I would tell you to say, tell Kaylee hi, but I'm not going to say that. So, cause you think um, I'm, 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 I'm just giving you shit. I know. I know. It was really great meeting you guys <laughs> and, uh, your, your yeah, brother. You too. So that was fun, but, uh, yeah, we'll see yeah. you at Supercross, man. Yep. See you around. Okay. Take care, bud. Later. All right. Thanks to Derek Kelly. Yeah. He's fun, man. I like having like our guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that's, that's been cool. Yeah, you not like an in and out dude's gonna get you kicked out of my house. You're gonna dude, have to go. That's rough. The I, veggies I are good, but the fries, like how okay, can you enjoy the I will give fries? it to you a little bit. The the fries are at the bottom of my type of fries. Yeah. I like a crispy fry. Dude, this dude goes to In and Out and spends burger, three dollars for a piece of cheese. Whatever it costs to put the cheese on my burger, dude. Whatever oh yeah, that was on the fries. Burger but, King does that too now. Yeah, though. everybody upcharges that. But dude, yeah, as soon as I landed Friday. Like, I Google. well, actually, Dan told me where the closest one is, and I hit those directions straight to In-N-Out. And okay, hit, maybe in Cali it's a little bit different, but we're... No, it's the same. It's the setup, same, dude. but yeah, it's but the, the, the burgers, of eating it. The burgers are so good. They're okay. They're so good. It's not Whataburger. See, I don't like Whataburger. But I, you, I, you the get only the time pl- I eat Whataburger on. is when nothing else is open. But he just gets the... He just gets a plain burger with meat and bread and cheese, and that's it. I get the barbecued... The spicy bacon burger. Oh, see, that's a good sweet, one. That's a sweet pretty and, good burger. Sweet and spicy bacon burger is delicious. But that's, it's still not as good as In and Out, in my opinion. It's just not. That's just me. I like. I. I don't. I love. In-N-Out. I think he's outvoted. On and that. I don't think In and Out is the best burger on the planet. Like I like Five Guys better, but it's not Five fast guys. food. A, a place that has a drive-through. Can we make that a drop? I like Five, Five guys. guys. I like Five Guys. <laughs> Uh, if anybody else knew how to do that, then yes, it probably could. Yeah. Which Nick and Trent will probably pull that now. Yeah. Way to go. Way to go there, Tyler. <laughs> okay, we've got one more guest. I didn't did not promote him on the Instagram page, but uh, Travis Sewell is going to come on in just a second. Uh, he's Rocky Mountain KTM's mechanic for Joey Savacci this year. He worked with Morantz this last weekend. He's worked with Weston Pike, Brock Tickle, numerous other guys. He was pro correct at one point, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. He he, but he, he's really just coming on tonight to promote a couple events he's doing. He's doing a uh, like a camp, a rider camp, that rider and mechanic camp. He's got one with Brock Tickle and he's got one with Jay Quimer here at in South Texas Central, yep. at South Central. He's kind of limited on time, so we're going to try to get him on here in just a second and uh, knock that out, and then we'll wrap this whole show up. So we will be right back. What's up? Seven Deuce Trace here on the Moto X Pod Show. Okay, we did not get Travis to answer. If he calls here in a minute, we'll get him on. Otherwise, we may just have to record that and post. Oh, here he comes. Hang on. Travis. Hey, what's up? Sorry, I was on the phone. All good, man. All good. We are recording live right now. We're live on YouTube, so um, we will just let me do a quick intro real quick. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We have got uh, the next guest is brought to you by R Jerky. Eat com. That's the Wageman Brothers Family's Motocross. Oh, I just read that to- totally off there, TJ. The Wageman's Family Motocross Roots Run Deep. R Jerky is a private label jerky established to help support the brothers' racing dreams. So, yeah, go visit eatrjerky.com. Use promo code MOTOXPOD21 to support the show, support the Wageman Brothers. Tonight, R Jerky brings us Travis Sewells. What's up, dude? Hey, how's it going, man? It's going good, man. So I know you don't have a lot of time. Um, let's get right into these events you're promoting. It, there's a couple camps for rider and mechanics. One's with Brock Tickle, one's with Jake Weimer. Talk about them. Yeah, um, tried. we did one last year with um, Weston Pike, Yep, and it turned out pretty good. You know, a lot of guys come to these schools and want to learn how to ride a bike, and um, 
it's also a safety thing to just kind of learn how to work on your bike as well. You know, general maintenance all the way up to I show, you know, any, any trick they want to see that I've learned through the years, you know, working on factory machines. So, so where, where's the one with Brock? The one with Jake is at South central here in Texas, correct? Yep. Yep. That's in South, at South central, um, next weekend, the 25th and 26th. Yeah. I think I'm going to swing, swing out to that one. I think I'm off work and that's before I go to Vegas on the, on Monday. So yeah. They yeah. Build a Ooh, come out. I'm saying they built a straight rhythm looking thing. I drove by there yesterday. They like they built a straight. Oh, rhythm Richard track. did. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. He he does a, he does an excellent job with all his tracks, and he's always always welcome to to help anybody out. You know, that wants to do a school or anything yeah. like that. It's been great. Yeah. So that is this coming week or not this coming weekend, the following weekend, September 25th yes. to 26th. So if you're anywhere in East Texas, Louisiana, well anywhere in Texas, Louisiana, Oklahoma. Uh, Arkansas, whatever. Or if you want to drive from California, you need to come out to this thing. Um, what's the best way they can, first of all, get signed up for this? To get signed up, I, I just ask everybody to pre-register online just so I know. I put uh, good swag bags and stuff together with jerseys and just stuff from sponsors, so it's nice to know you know, ahead of time how many people are coming. But if you right. go on www.themotomedic1.com, you can get on there, read about all of the, the schools that we're putting on, and then it has all the information, and you can actually register online there as well. Okay, and where's the one with Brock? Is I assume that's later in the uh, year. No, it's actually this weekend, oh, wow. the 18th and 19th, and it's at uh, Grain Valley MX here in uh, Grain Valley, Missouri. I live in Kansas City, so it's only about 45 minutes from where I live right here. Okay. And that's the, the same place that I put one on last year with, with um, Weston. So okay. kind of nice to stay local. Yeah. I, I fly the guys in. Um, they stay with us here at the house. And then, uh, yeah, it's just a two-day six hours a day, kind of a meet and greet, learn how to ride a bike, learn how to fix your bike. It's, it's just a good time. I like that. Are there still spots open for this one this weekend? Yes. We have a couple spots open for the one this weekend. And then we're still, we try to limit the class to 20 riders just to keep it super exclusive. And you know, that way you're, you're not just a, a guy in the crowd. You're actually, it's like more one-on-one it's more intimate. Yeah. So, uh, I think we, we still have like 10 spots available or 12 spots available for the Weimar one next weekend too. So just trying to get, trying to get people aware of it. It's, it's something new. And I think once we get some traction, I think classes are going to fill up quick. Nice. Yeah. I tried getting Brock on for this show and he didn't respond. So, um, like twice. So if you would tell him, um, answer the damn phone. I absolutely will. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So what, uh, we just got done talking to Josh Varese, right? He's a young kid. Got the, the move up to the factory team for a fill-in ride, and yep. we thought it was really cool. He told me this Friday, and then he told us on the show that like he d- does a lot of his own bike maintenance. I thought that was really oh, surprising yeah. for a kid his age, and that like he was watching the mechanics, his mechanic at Rocky or at uh, Rockstar Husky, and learning from them, and like he was like really interested in it. I thought that was really cool to hear a rider do that. No, I think that's great because, I yeah. mean, there's, there's going to be times, whether you're a factory rider or not, you're going to be at the track by yourself. And, I mean, there's there's just so much to a dirt bike. The, yep. the sport itself is already dangerous as hell. <laughs> sure. So if, if you can just, you know, open your eyes and be, you know, and actually have someone show you the right way to do stuff. I mean, everybody, you know, knows how to do it or has kind of their own way. And, like, I tell everybody through my school, like, I'm not telling you this is the only way you can do it. This is just the way that I've done it, the way I've been trained, and it works. So Yeah, it's funny. I, uh, like, I always do the, like, with my chain on my four-stroke, I just, like, well, if it, as long as it's not eating into the knobby, that's kind of what I judge it by, try to get it close. And then yep. I, I was out with Toolman Dan from Main Event this weekend, and his buddy Eric's, like, 
super, super anal, meticulous with everything in his life. He's like, oh, no, dude, I like I mic it every time. I'm like, wow. whoa. That's yeah. I mean, that's that's how I do, too. I take a little metric ruler. and We have exact spot. Yeah. And you check it three different three different places on the chain. I think it's it's some of it's excessive. But then again, it's not really that excessive. I mean, you've got somebody's life in your hand. Oh, yeah. You got to you got to make sure that you take any other possibility of anything happening you know that's out of your control out of it so so just going back to your actual your classes just real quick that you've got going um are those more open like just you know want more beginner riders there open to you know beginner to expert level riders um you know because i'm probably 30 minutes down the road from south central um and there's a big group of us around there but i know a couple that are more on the the higher skill side than the beginner skill side is that open to them too it's it's open to everybody and i mean the i want to leave it open to everybody and then also you know just have everybody open-minded even if you get a guy there that's you know this up and coming local pro he's probably going to learn something you know and um we've had a lot of the little bikes too and it's cool because they get to be on the track with you know i'm I'm on the track with jake weimer i'm on the track with with brock tickle or weston pike and this is awesome and then i've got their dads there that are bringing them to the track every weekend like hey how would you do this or how would you do that so they get kind of both of both you know the best of both worlds they get to learn learn the bike and they get to to learn how to ride it you know but um but yeah every every skill level um anywhere from 50 to 450s yeah, and that's that riding with guys like that is not always good if it's a guy like Weston Pike because he will make fun of you. It, he will, but he's he'll make fun of you, but he he, he means well doing it. Yeah. You know, he's not just calling, he's just an idiot. He'll, yeah, no, he'll, no. you know, you you know him I I know him personally too. Like he's yeah. all he does is jokes around and yeah, around yeah. and have a good time. But at, at the end of the day he has a big heart and he you know, and he absolutely cares about the stuff too. So. Sure, sure. And and Brock, Brock's really, really good with kids and really good with explaining and showing what he tried to explain on the bike as well, as far as bike setup and feel and all of that stuff. So, yeah, that's, that's true, man. That's really great to hear. I think it's going to be fun for a lot of people. Um, before we let you go, uh, you worked at Rocky mountain AT- KTM this year. Uh, do you, yes. are you locked in for 22? Do you, can you talk about that at all or, um, right now I'm not locked in. Okay. Uh, we just obviously just got done with the last round. Yep. Um, yes, I'm still talking with Forrest trying to figure something out for next year. I've got, multiple offers on the table as well okay good um i've got you know a family and a house where i'm at now and just had a new baby girl so i'm just oh, trying congratulations. to do the best for, thank you yeah she's a month old thursday so wow um just where i'm at now in my career i mean i i just want to do what's best for my family as well of course so i'm just kind of weighing out all the options and whichever one's going to make the most sense is the one i'm going to hop on so well good to hear man yeah i know my boy jericho uh Derek rankin's going back yep, over to yep. the team he's going home as he said uh, he's yeah, be- he's the new crew chief over there. Yeah, yeah, it's good for him, man. Yep. I, was, I was talking to him like it wasn't that long ago. He was just like box fanning it basically with A Ray, you know. And now, yep. you know, yep. now he's going to be the crew chief at one of the top teams. That's really cool. Yep. I, I'm so stoked. And, for I mean, him. and that's and that's just you. You put your head down and do the work, and this. I mean, this industry will give back more than what you put into it yep. as long as you do the work. You can't just come in and think you're going to be a factory mechanic and get to wear the hat and be a cool guy. It's, it's way more work than people think. <laughs> oh, no doubt. No doubt. Um, and I want to apologize. I don't even like, I saw you on the shuttle leaving the airport or going to yeah, the airport. I thought I, I did the same thing too. I, I swear. I looked you right in your eye and yeah. I'm like, nah, I don't think that's him. Cause I hate going, Hey, never mind. It's hard to tell <laughs> with masks, man. And, and then yeah, when you got yeah. off, I saw souls on the back of your, your old JGR backpack. And I was like, Shit. yep. Yep. 
Yep, that so. was him. And I, I knew for a fact it was you too. And I thought, and I was like, I should have said something. Yeah, and it's I, all good. I, and it was early in the morning. And I, yeah. You ain't lying. Uh, yeah, that was like yeah. three hours of sleep because Daniel had Oh, it was horrible. Out. Yeah, because we, we got off the track um, Saturday after the race and we actually framed our bikes and everything. Oh, wow. And then uh, I put it in the truck because then I flew back to Kansas City. So that way I didn't have to stay in um, California any longer. I could come home and see my little girl. So yeah. I just stayed up late, got all my work done, and then flew back home. Uh, or Sunday morning. Yeah, well, I wasn't working. Daniel got us hooked up to go to the jet after party thing, which wasn't even, you know, it was just top golf, but probably yep. midnight by the time I got in bed or so, 1230. And then, yeah, getting up at like four to drive to the airport was gnarly. Oh, yeah, it's it's never fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, I'm looking forward to not, not racing for a couple weekends, but these schools are going to be awesome. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's a little more laid back, but it's, it's what I love to do. I love dirt bikes. I love giving back. I mean, I even have it on my website, like a chat line. If you get on there and you're working on a specific bike and you have a specific question, you get on the chat line, it comes directly to me, and I'll answer any questions for anybody. As That's long awesome, as, you know, man. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a lot of people do that. Is that going to be the same website link that yep. you gave earlier, to yep. the, the chat room? Yep. The Motomedic yep. yep. One. The Motomedic One. And then um, also, like on Instagram, the Motomedic One is my Instagram page on there as well. Um, I try and do weekly uh, videos with kind of how to's and like tech tips and like a top secret Tuesday type of stuff. And that's really Very getting cool. a lot of traction with people. It just blows people's minds. Yeah. Just, the, just the, it's just the little stuff that people that just, they just go crazy over it. Yeah. It's really cool. And the, and the, the average person, you know, I mean, the guys like us in the studio, right. We, to be able to have a factory mechanic, even respond to us or a factory rider through social media, the way the, the social media stuff is today is so cool. Yeah. And so, absolutely. I mean, cause I'm, I'm, you know, I'm eight years in eight years ago. I was the same guy. Yeah. I was, you know, all I wanted to do was I, I never, like I grew up racing, but I knew I wasn't going to be a professional. So when I'd go to the races, <laughs> like I'd want to talk to the mechanics. Yeah. There's a lot of assholes. I mean, right. a lot of them don't want to talk. True. And like Steve I, I'm just not that guy. I, I'm just, I'm grateful for where I made it. And I think my personality is, speaks for itself so. it does man it's really cool you know and anybody that's friends with hal simpson man has to be a good dude oh yeah hal is yeah, the hal, best hal will actually be at the, the writing school down in south central as well so oh he did not tell me that what a loser okay yep. yeah, he'll he, he, he be like, coming to your backyard and didn't tell you so yeah, maybe so i you take should... back what i said because <laughs> like when i go down to houston well <laughs> i go to houston i need a place to stay so i hit him up but he doesn't need a place to stay because he's got money so <laughs> yep. yeah he's he's yeah. and he's got he's got some nice bikes dude he does he, he's, he's, yeah he, he takes he takes care of his stuff and he's got pride in it so salt of the earth as they say man but uh yep. yeah i was gonna say like you know a couple years ago before doing this i would have never thought like last year tj was working on my 06 doing the bottom yep. end in, tj who's in studio with me uh doing yep. my 06 because i don't know how to do that and we were a little concerned about some what looked like stress for, uh, for cracks, I guess would you call them in the, in yes, the, yes. I remember, I remember you asking me about that. It's like a casting mark. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I hit yep. up goose too. And like goose hit me back and Berluti hit me uh, back. Hold on. I, like, I want to say that we weren't concerned oh, about you're, it. You're right. I was. <laughs> you were concerned yeah. about it. <laughs> you are, you are correct. And yeah, yep. so having you and like Berluti and goose, is like, like sort of, I've, I've only been a mechanic for 20 years, but he doesn't listen yeah, to me. Idiot. So yeah. <laughs> Well, Travis, man, I hope we uh, I hope we get some people checking it out, checking your website out, and um, that I look forward. I'm going to drive out to South Central for sure on the twenty uh, where twenty fifth and twenty sixth. Yep, absolutely. Yep. I mean, thanks for having me on the show. And like I said, if you guys need anything else out of me, let me know. Let's. Uh, I'm always up to talk. You know that. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll get you on once you know what you're doing, and we'll we'll talk a little Supercross. 
That would be sweet. All right, Travis. Thanks, buddy. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. See you guys. See ya. All right, Travis Souls. That's uh, Travis S O U L E S. If you guys want to go follow him on Instagram, and he said the Motomedic One dot com, and also on Instagram, uh, that'd be cool, man. You won't be here today, right? Yeah, you're gonna be back at work. South Central's. Yeah, you gonna come up? You gonna come over? I might. I might come on out. Come hang out. Yeah. Uh, that place is absolutely beautiful. I like it. I hope it sticks around. I know it's sort of been up in the air. He's talked about. I heard it was going to be UTV Park. Well, then he called me not too long ago and saying basically that he had a pretty big offer yes. for somebody to develop, develop the land. Developing for houses, yep. And but So I thought this was going to happen. I've kind of, and nothing against him, but I kind of mentally wrote it off. Yeah. But then I drove by there yesterday. I sold my two-stroke, and I had to take it to Greenville to meet the guy. And he has a straight rhythm section set up. It's a quarter mile long of straight, <laughs> of real straight rhythm. It's a, it's a really cool place. If you're anywhere in the area of East Texas or want to come to the place, South Central MX, Huge hit him up on Instagram. He'll, he'll answer you. It's open. And... He tries to be open anytime there's not bad weather. He yeah. want, That's the only problem Still that he's really had is too. we had so much rain in East Texas this year, he couldn't have hardly ever open it. Yeah. It's cost him a fortune, right? So. Yeah. He wants to be open all the time, and he's that's the track where he let me come out and ride during the week. Just I but say he has the he has the California track mentality where yeah. they're open all the time. Yep, yep. And that's where he's from, and, and it works out there. I don't know how well that works here. Everybody wants to ride, but it's a weekend thing where yeah. we live. There's or not a lot it's of hot in the summer, so we like the night practices are big here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially like like weeknight practices yeah. at Village, Village or whatever. A Badlands. The one I'm, oh, you mentioned yeah. it. So before we go, <laughs> you had something you wanted to say about Rocky Mountain, but I want to remind everybody about the yeah. contest. I do that after the show. Oh, you, I thought you wanted to do it on the show. Oh, no, it's terrible. Oh, good. Good. I'm glad about that. Uh, the Blood Lubricants giveaway. Hit, hit on, Get on your Instagram. Post a picture of your dirty-ass bike. Tag at Blood Lubricants, at Moto X Pod Show. I'll pick a winner for some bloodbath and some detailer, and I'll send that out. That stuff's amazingly good. What'd you say? I said, do it now. Do it now. I do it right now. But it, that stuff's really good. Yeah. And here is the, if I don't respond to your picture, I probably didn't see it. So DM me or something, because sometimes they get lost the way Instagram is. You, you never respond to my pictures. I, I never see your pictures, but, oh, okay. you don't post, but like on Instagram, you lose them after a certain number. You can't see them in your notifications anymore. So if I don't happen to, especially on the Moto X-Pod show Instagram, I'm not on that every day. I'm going to, I guess we should tell people Scotty's not really gone. And I'm going to try to get Scotty to take over the Instagram a little bit. Make him do something. Yeah, so, but get, try, to, try to win some blood lubricants, damn it. And then with the R Jerky, damn it. eat R, that's the letter R, eatrjerky.com. Go buy a package of jerky, buy 20 packages of jerky, and send me a email, motoxpodshow at gmail.com, of your confirmation, and I will pick a winner in a couple weeks for something from a Cherubies. I'll get with Brian. We'll figure something out cool. So I want you to support some of these sponsors. I want you to go to Blood Lubricants and buy some stuff, even if it's a quart of oil. Like I need these guys to come back on. I'm sending emails out this week and next for 22 sponsorships, um, and we need these people to come back. And they're only going to come back if you, as the listeners, support us through them and tell them, hey, we're listening. If you buy it at a local shop, let's say you don't order from them or yeah. whatever. If you're using it, just tag us and them. Yeah, that's what that's I think makes one of the biggest. That's also another thing. Yeah, you don't have to buy it from the web website necessarily. You know, fly racing is a big part of the show. Uh, You know, if you go to your local dealership, like if you're in Texas, you support Craig Martin. 
but then tag us and tag at Fly Racing, tag Jason Thomas. Yeah, that's a big part of it, man. Those guys need to know that we're moving the needle a little bit. Yeah. So anyway, and the Patreon too. Patreon.com. Uh, support us if you can. You know, if it's five bucks a month, that helps us out. I spent some of your guys' money. I just spit on my mic. I spent some of your guys' money this week while I was out there in California to fill up the rental car before I took it back. Yeah. I, the five gallons that I put in, that was like $45. But the but those little things help. They don't, yes, people don't, it's a big deal. People who don't do that don't yeah. understand how much it helps. And the people who do do it, they, they don't understand how much we appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, there's people on our Patreon that do like a dollar a month. And, man, it makes And that a helps, but five bucks a month is like, that's big. That's, yeah. uh, you know, I can't do the math. What is that per year? $50, 50 $70? 60 bucks? 60 $60, yeah, 60 bucks. Welcome wow. to math. So you got well, 10 people that do that. You're yeah. at 600 Yeah, it adds up really fast. And, you know, I don't, through the cameras, like right now, they maybe can tell there's some different angles. Yeah. And we got new, new, we got rid of the tripods. All these cameras are mounted nice and clean. And I bought a third camera that's over there, the far camera on the wall, and that's a lot of that was Patreon money. It, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So, the, yeah, the studio is looking better. So, anyway, support the show, man. We love you guys. I got to meet a lot of people out at the races that listen, and we appreciate you. Uh, but if you can, help us out. Support the show. Support the sponsors, though. That's bigger. Bigger yeah. than Patreon is supporting the sponsors. So, um, yep. anything else before we go, TJ? Uh, no. no. Like we got. Did you say we're going to be off for... You got At least show, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, because next week we're not doing anything. The week after that, I'm going to be in, in studio at Pulp on Tuesday. Yep. Uh, we're going to do a wrap-up show, but Nick and Trent are handling that, so I don't have to do any of that. That's amazing. Yeah, it's going to be nice. Um, and probably the following week we'll be back. I'm going to try to do like two a month. Cool. And we'll try to do them when you're in town. Awesome. That way, so we'll figure that out, even if they're two back-to-back when yep. you're here. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, and Tyler, if you want to come back anytime, I appreciate y'all. How'd you, how do you me. feel about it? That was fun. That was yeah. really, really went pretty awesome fast, huh? experience though. Yeah. yeah I went, it A little by. bit of a deer I in just, the headlights, which everybody is their first yeah. one. Yeah. RJ, I didn't, especially RJ. He's a little, that's a big intimidating. Name. That's a big name. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah. Scotty said the same thing. Like the first time, I don't remember who the first guest was he, we had on when he did the show and he was like, I it just, was Osborne, I think. It might have been Zach. Oh, I, yeah. I would have mentally freaked out if it Dude, was so Osborne. You, you just have to realize that they're regular dudes. Yep. They really are, man. And you can see how nice they are. Yep. They're all like that, pretty much. Pretty much everybody's that way. Just yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, okay. That's wrap. We're done. We're, oh, we'll do that. Time. You got one more? Can I blow out a certain gear company that I sent you a DM about from the GNCC? Yeah, go ahead. How, as a factory KTM rider, and I'm talking about Josh Toth at the GNCC, you got your brand new gear printed 207 on the back, and your number is 206. It's been that way for two or three seasons now. Same phone, same number. Yeah, so that was... That's weird. uh, A company that rhymes with floor? Yeah, Yeah. rhymes with floor. Rhymes with floor. They they misprinted one of their major riders' numbers, huh? That's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say. We don't want. To, I don't know. I mean, you yeah. think that they would caught, have caught that, but maybe they rant. outsourced it and they didn't see it. I don't know. I don't think that would happen at Fly Racing, but yeah. yeah. Buy Fly, right. support Thanks us. Thanks to Acherby's USA X Brand Goggles, R Jerky, Berm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID, Torque One Racing, Shock Socks, All Sport Dynamic Wrist Braces, Blood Lubricants, Fly Racing, Power Band Racing, Extreme Colors Helmets, and Williams Moto Works. And that works. I don't think I've ever actually specified is W-O-R-X, or it's W-E-R-X. I W-E-R-X. Think. W-E-R-X. I apologize. Williams Moto Works, W-E-R-X, uh, killing it. I talked it. to him last week, yeah. and right now is the time to get your stuff there because it's the end of the season. A lot of these 
like younger or some of the top guys have kind of got their stuff like they're all changing. If you want to get your stuff in and get it out quickly right now, it'd be a time to talk to him because he gets really busy when we get close to the end of the year yeah. and everybody getting ready for 2022. All right, we're going to close this thing out. We're out of here. I got to get Courtney Marks on the phone. Later.